Yeah, I'm just going by my pants. That's not how it goes. That's not how it goes. Seat of your pants. Oh, yeah. Well, right. I mean, yeah. Flying by the seat of your pants. That's not right. by your pantsuit. <laughs> it depends on what one is wearing. <laughs> Does it not? I don't think that's true. Why not? I think, it, in any case, the expression means I got nothing but this thin layer of fabric <laughs> between <laughs> this thing I'm doing and my ass. <laughs> Well, if it doesn't matter uh, by the what, seat of my pants, what the fabric is, then why does it matter what the garment is? And why are we flying in in all of these? Why are we flying by the seat of our pants? That's a good question. Why are we not flying by night? Yeah, oh yeah, or flying, flying by, by night away from here. <laughs> <laughs> or flying by your shirt sleeves or something. That's you know right. What I mean? fly, yeah. I'm flying by my socks. Flying by your ball cap. Right. Right. Something. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. The seat of my pants. I don't like it. Is it like you're getting tossed out of a place? Like you're, they're throwing you out? You're they, like they kicked the, you out of yeah, a joint? Like, like a guy grabbed you by, you know, you, you can see what I'm doing. Like, like Mr. T tossing some midgets. You know what I mean? Like by the belt and then by like the back of the shirt collar and they toss you out. That don't knock it until you tried it, fool. <laughs> he was the world champion. I mean, the guy ought to know. Yeah. So is it that kind of thing? Like you're like flying by the seat of your pants? I don't know. Well, I mean, we could speculate all day. We it's, could. It's, it's a, fun to do. It's a clunky expression, to say the least. It is. Uh, it, it has a lot of good imagery, though. I do like that about it. Does it? It does. Flying by the seat <laughs> of your pants. Flying, and then you got the seat of your pants, and then there's the whole pantsuit thing, which is a whole new angle. Right. That, right. That a man could play. How do you feel about a pantsuit <laughs> on a lady? <laughs> well, it's become synonymous with Hillary Clinton since 2016. Pantsuit. It's yeah, true. It's it's there true. was a whole like pantsuit movement kind of thing going on. <laughs> Hashtag pantsuit. That's right. Yeah, it really Hashtag was. I'm with her. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Sure. Uh, I, I don't mind a pantsuit. I'm cool with a pantsuit. You yeah. Wear, ladies want to wear pants? Go for it. I mean, sure. I'm all for ladies wearing whatever the fuck they want to wear. Yeah. But like pantsuit always seemed to me like, let's make something that looks like what a man wears. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But we'll make it for a lady's body. It is weird and that I'm they like, call don't it- don't do that. It is weird that they call it a pantsuit pant instead suit. of just a suit. Just a suit. Just a lady right? suit. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Even that's too far. I guess it is. It is just called a it's suit. A if, suit. It's for, if it's for men or women, it's okay. a suit. Okay, he, him, she, her. I get it. I get it. It's just a suit. Fine. What are they wearing? It. <laughs> <laughs> just keep it general. That's right. Nice and general. Yeah, they, them wear whatever the fuck they want. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, I, I have no problem with it. I'm wearing it. And you can fly by the seat of it. If you have <laughs> Whatever it is. Whatever it is. Whatever it is you have Go on. right ahead. Yeah. Help yourself. Yeah. If it's a Hebrew sex sheet. Fly by the seat of it. <laughs> Do they have seats in those? They must. I guess. I mean, there's a place that lands on your buttock. <laughs> That's got to be the seat of it, right? I suppose. <laughs> right? That makes sense. You ever okay. seen one of those? What is it? <laughs> a Hebrew sex suit? Yeah, like a sex sheet. What? You drape the whole body in a sheet of some kind, some kind of... Uh, <laughs> toga? Toga. <laughs> Toga. It's not toga. unlike a toga, okay, but it's no. some kind of uh, rabbi-approved sheet with holes near the genitals. Oh, for, that's why the for sex, relations. That's why you say it's a sex sheet. That's what I said. Yeah, that, that is what I said. <laughs> that was the part I was struggling with. I was like, where does the sex what, come what? into this? <laughs> I'm wrapping my whole body in a sheet, and when <laughs> when do I get laid? No, you just fuck the sheet. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fun. Hey. Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Sometimes you just fuck a sheet. The Lord gives and, uh, you know, we should honor that. If he gives you a sheet, you know, you do what you got to do. Bye bye Shmuel always says. I prefer the younger sheets. <laughs> 
I, you know, I don't know if you've ever tried bamboo, but oh boy, fantastic. Watch out for the splinters, though. <laughs> well, welcome everyone <laughs> to Glen Gary, Glen Ross Infinite, the Glen Gary, Glen Ross Infinite podcast. Your source for good old-fashioned Jewish sheet fucking. A better way to copulate with fabric. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. It's, a, it's another infinite session. This is fun when we do infinite. Oh, infinite. Right, yeah. right. That's yeah, what you were saying. That's what I was doing. I get it doing now. Infinite. I get it's, it now. It's almost, it's, it's dusk. With the, yeah, it's dusky. It's Here. gloaming. <laughs> it's gloaming. It's gloaming. We're, having, we're pre-sunset, but it's happening any minute now. <laughs> I love the gloaming. You... <laughs> Don't you just love the gloaming? I do. <laughs> There's nothing like a good gloaming. <laughs> Good gloaming. When I'm feeling good and lonely, and there's a gloaming. There's nothing better. Don't, hon, don't be lonely in the gloaming. Okay, share the gloaming. Don't be lonely in the gloaming. <laughs> no one should be lonely in the gloaming. No one should ever be lonely in the gloaming. Don't be home alone in the gloaming. <laughs> don't be nowhere alone in the gloaming. <laughs> oh my God. This is the worst podcast. It's so dumb. It is so dumb. How dare you? <laughs> This is highbrow. <laughs> people love this. <laughs> they, they would. They no. They wouldn't pay money for this. They wouldn't. They're too smart for that. I'll give them credit. No. They may listen to it for free, but no one would pay money for. Yeah, this they shit. occasionally check in with the nonsense for free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No. I was going to say something about. You I know. wouldn't feel comfortable charging for that. It would no. be like, let me let me charge you to waste your time. <laughs> how how much is that worth to you? <laughs> It's not unlike, you know, 90% of Hollywood movies That's out there. That's true. Are it's terrible. true, yeah. You know? Give me $8. I'll take the next two hours of your life away <laughs> forever right. and ever. You're not getting it back. You're not getting it back. And you're not getting your money back either. That's for damn sure. So, Although I've, I've had some experiences where there's been a the movie issue, a film issue. Oh, they give you your money uh, back? Yeah, and then you get your money back. You like know? the projector breaks? That projector kind of issue. Exactly. No audio. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're halfway through <laughs> Jurassic Park and you're like, I, I didn't know this was a silent film. <laughs> No wonder they couldn't hear that T-Rex sneaking up on them. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> anyway, so this is episode 33. 33. I was so distracted by the gloom. The gloomin' is distracted. It really is. <laughs> 33, buddy. It's a great number. Oh, that's right. You know what week this is. I'm really looking forward to the this rest is, of this numerology segment. This is Basketball Jesus Week. Basketball Jesus Week. It yeah. is. You're letting the cat out of the bag. But the proverbial bag. Everybody knows. People know. Well, you've set the it up. The people know. You've set it up they, in 32. They know us. They know I'm going to be excited about 32. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you don't want it just to come out of the left field. Well, or or, or, or the small forward court. Right. You don't want it to just no, come you, out of the backcourt. You don't. No, yeah. you want to you want to set it up. A That's right. Bit. Yeah. yeah. You want to get you want to get basketball Jesus in the post. That's right. Wait for the double to come, <laughs> and then reveal what we're talking about. Right. That's right. And then do a miracle. Make them rotate. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 I agree with you. Okay. One hundred percent. Cool. Thirty-three is the natural number following thirty-two and preceding thirty-four. Yay! Yay! 
God, this is a dumb podcast. <laughs> it's the it's worst. It's really dumb. It's just so dumb. stupid. Worst. So dumb. 33 is the largest positive integer that cannot be expressed as a sum of different triangular numbers. What, 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 what? Yeah. Was that a remix yeah, what? that you were doing right there? What, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know how hip hop and street I am. You really are. I really yeah, are. you really are. Yeah. Boy. Just throw it right in there with just a, without even thinking about just it. Just a travesty of... <laughs> Of hip hop and street culture, <laughs> of tragic coming whiteness. out of you, Just tragic yeah. whiteness, yeah, 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 <laughs> terrible. Thirty-three is the smallest odd rep digit that is not a prime number. Smallest odd rep digit, three and three repeating digit, right? That's not a what prime number. Oh, not a thirty-three, prime. not a prime. Right, number. It's divisible certainly. by three, three and among other numbers. things. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Okay, that makes sense. Can I? Can I go back a second? Well, I wish that you would. The triangular number thing. Uh-huh. Just, we blew right over that. And what? What is it? Well, we've talked about triangular numbers before. I'm sure we have. Have we not? I don't know. I don't remember it. <laughs> I'm sure we did, but I didn't learn anything by it. Okay. A triangular number counts objects arranged in an equilateral triangle. It counts them. Counts them. The, the things that are arranged it, in an equilateral in an tri- equilateral triangle. Uh huh. So. For example, uh, you cue up some billiard balls. Okay. That's an equilateral triangle. Sure, sure. Right? That would be a triangular number of balls. Twelve. Was it twelve? How many balls are there? I I got some balls for you. (laughs) (laughs) Making me go back to triangular numbers. (laughs) <laughs> Sorry about that. Put you behind the eight ball. Oh, that I did. That, look at that's at Bill Weingartner. <laughs> that is good stuff. Now, are you clear about trying? Are, sure. are you happy with that? Yeah, I mean, no, you you're know. queuing up the balls. Okay, yeah. Equilateral triangle. Right, right, right. Number of total the balls. counts of things that make make up that triangular number. So, is this like a hobby people have, like arranging things in equilateral triangles? Is that like a thing? You don't do this. <laughs> Seems crazy. <laughs> You're not just equilaterally triangulating everything in sight. I guess I, I haven't done that. Well, I, I should start. I mean, yeah, shame on you, it buddy. It sure sounds fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> sounds great. As fun as anything else you yeah. do. That's why. Don't you <laughs> pitch a tent in the backyard and bail halfway through on an air mattress that doesn't fit. <laughs> bail. <laughs> I spent the whole night out there. Let's just be clear. I did not bail. I love the finger in the air. Like, point of order, sir. <laughs> You weren't there. I spent the entire evening. That's fantastic. You, you can ask that squirrel, too. I was <laughs> out there the whole time. You ask him. I'd love to talk to that squirrel. Yeah. What did you do upon the morning, the dawn, the daybreak? What did you do? Did you head back inside? Or oh, yeah. Did you feel triumphant? Yeah. I feel good in. about yourself? I had a nice bowl of cereal <laughs> like I do every morning. Did you stare out at the tent? I like, I like snuggled my dog. As like, if hey, to say, good morning. I conquered the wilderness. And then, you know what I think I did? I, actually, I think I, before I did all that, I think I just went back to bed. You went to your bed. I think I went to yeah. my bed. Yeah, you're like, I got to get some real, real shut yeah. out here. I was up all night, like <laughs> hearing critters all around me and stuff. I was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. All sorts of strange noises. Crazy so. me for thinking you bailed. <laughs> no, I stayed out there. <laughs> you did. Up, awake, oh, yeah. and well, outside mostly. in your backyard. I slept a little, yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. I'm proud of you, buddy. Thank you. That's a big move. Yeah. I mean, guy like you, huge step. <laughs> For a 50-year-old, that's a big Huge move. step. That's big. Huge. <laughs> uh, 33 is the sum of the sum of the divisors of the first six positive integers. Oh, that's crazy. Right? Yeah. The sum of the sum. The sum of the sum. That's fun. Not sum of the sum. No. The sum of the sum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Crazy. That's cool. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I love that. Uh, it is also the sum of three cubes. Ooh, can I try to figure out what they are? Sure. Okay, I'm going to go with nine, because that's a good one to start out with. Sure. Um, let me think of some other cubes. 
having trouble thinking of any <laughs> other cubes right now. I got to tell you, uh, when you said you wanted to try to work on this, I yeah. was like, well, he, he's not going to get it, why? Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like you said, you, is this a wall of concrete I can bang my head on? <laughs> cool. Let me give this a try. And how about one? One cubed is one. Yeah, I suppose it is. Okay, so I've up to 10. <laughs> yeah. I just need 12. What what cubed is 12? Are you know. reverse engineering sort your of. this is a terrible podcast <laughs> statement? Like you're just making it as bad as you can to uh, prove yourself right? Pretty much. <laughs> okay, I give up. What is it? <laughs> There's no. It's just the sum of three cubes. That's oh, all. That's all the information I have on that. Oh, we don't know which yeah, three? None of my business. You want to push me <laughs> to answer you. It's like a murder mystery. You know, if you're that, this is fun. If you're, if you're that curious about it. Yay! Go look it up. Okay. But yeah, I don't got time for this. Or sit down with pencil paper. I'm trying to get the basketball Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you got me showing my work. I don't need that. I don't need this. I don't need this from you. I don't need this from anybody. The fuck are we doing here? <laughs> That's what everyone wants to know. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Good question. Thirty-three is the first member of the first cluster of three semi-primes. Hmm. Now, these I do have for you, okay. if you're interested. Yeah, I am. 33, 34, 35. Okay. The first member of the first cluster. That's fun. Yeah. It's nice to be if first. If you're going to be a member of something, yeah. be a member of the first cluster. And and be a founding, the first of the first in the first cluster. That's right. That's cool. Because, and listen to this, buddy, the next such cluster, 85, 86, 87. Whoa. Like, I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No. I would not be a member no. of that cluster no i don't think i would then even, even if you paid me yeah yeah why bother yeah, fuck them right right i agree with you yeah 33 is the atomic number of arsenic no way yeah buddy what's the atomic number for old lace old lace i knew, knew that was coming, coming. it's right it. here it's right. in the notes i said he's gonna say old lace i swear to god you can't see it but it's right there i knew it i knew it yeah of course i would why wouldn't you yeah it's you ever do or see that one i love the movie version with, yeah so the, okay, carrie grant carrie grant hilarious carrie grant yeah he is hilarious in that i never saw that oh it's great is it's it terrific yeah really good we did the play in high school oh yeah so i'm familiar with the play. who did you play I don't rightly recall. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think I was like younger then. Like I, I would have if been you were more in high school. I'm sure you were peripheral character. Gotcha. Not like, like a senior, like one of the bumbling carrying the bumbling play, cops you know? or something exactly. like that. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Arsenic is a chemical element with the symbol AS in the atomic number 33. Arsenic occurs in many minerals, usually in combination with sulfur and other metals. Okay. It's usually a pure elemental crystal. Hmm. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I didn't either. I always think of like a powder. Yeah. Right? If you're going to poison crystals, somebody's tea. But I guess they just pound it down into a powder. That's true. And then, yeah, you throw it in a tea. Yeah. yeah. Poison. Throw it on some old lace. I don't <laughs> know. Whatever you want to do Whatever. with it. Whatever you want to do with it. Uh, it has uh, various allotropes. Okay. But only the gray form, which has a metallic appearance, is important to industry. Huh. All right. Yeah. The word arsenic has its origin in Syriac, a Persian word from zarnich, meaning yella. 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 I didn't know it was yella. You calling me yella? <laughs> I just just found some arsenic, man. <laughs> relax. You calling me yella? <laughs> I wonder where that cowardly version of yella comes from. Yeah, I wonder too. Like it's, it's a yellow stripe up your back. It's kind of the the thing. Is right? that right? Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't even know that much. I think perhaps. <coughs> I think it might be like uh, I don't know. It goes back farther than that though, because it goes by. I was gonna say it was a military term, but it goes all the way back to like the old west. Maybe it was. Maybe in 
there is like a yellow flag you would wave to like yeah. give up. Because I know in, uh, I'm thinking of. Well, there's the white flag, right? There's the white synonymous. flag. synonymous. Right. I'm also thinking of the. Maybe then it just became a Hebrew sex sheet. <laughs> Got a little yellowed. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> We've all had some yellowed sex sheets. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. This is no time for honesty. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, I'm thinking of uh, in um, the Kane Mutiny, right? right. They they call Humphrey, him old Yellowstein, Mr. Humphrey Bogart, and, and they call him old Yellowstein because he dumped at the yellow dye marker and ran away from oh. from his uh, uh, responsibility to protect the boats that were going close. Yellow to the dye floor. marker. There's a yellow dye marker, and so maybe like yellow means retreat. Like in war, you put up a yellow flag, run away, everybody run away. Kind right, of thing. right. That's all I can. think Also, of. if you're like scared. Yeah, if you're like really super scared, yeah, yeah, yeah. like you might urinate. That's right. on yourself. Yeah, yeah you're and your you pants. might yella yourself. That's right. That's you know? a good one. I like yeah, that. Could be that peeing your pants coming from those old west folks. That's right. You know, <laughs> that's totally their speed. You call me pee pantsers, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, totally. I, but I, I like yours. Seems to have a a bit of a more rooted. <laughs> Maybe, but it seems I don't know. It's it's in, it's a it's a it's just like the seat of your pants, like retreating That's by right. the seat yeah. of your pants. What we, the hell is yeah. yellow? You call me yellow. We should really do an, an etymology yeah. uh, minisode. I think we do enough already. Come don't you? on, I mean, yeah, but we would do more than enough. But then why should that stop us? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah, <laughs> I sure do. The toxicity of arsenic to insects, go. bacteria, and fungi. Led to its use as a wood preservative. Oh, okay. Yeah, did you know that? I did not know that. Um, a lot of your pressure-treated lumber, your decks, uh-huh. your deck lumber and so forth, yep. you know, it's arsenic. That's cool. Mostly. That's good. I uh, I had a pal who once uh, was learning the ropes there in the old uh, lumbering and carpentry industry. Uh-huh. Made himself a kitchen table out of pressure-treated oh, lumber. no. And I was like, hey, buddy. You probably don't want to eat off of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's horrifying. Yeah, arsenic. How about that? Yeah. And when you're screwing in the pressure-treated lumber, the, the liquid that's been embedded in it, arsenic being part of that, like uh-huh. bubbles up and oh, bubbles really? out. So, yeah. Interesting. It's dangerous, pal. How about that? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, mind walking around on your pressure-treated lumber. Yeah, yeah. seriously. Get some don't, arsenic in Don't you. lick it. <laughs> don't, <laughs> don't lick pressure-treated don't lick. lumber. Folks. And Bill doesn't often say that. No, I, In I'm fact, a, he's a, often saying the other thing. I'm a big fan of people licking things. Please lick it, <laughs> right. is what he's often saying <laughs> to anyone case, who will listen. That's right. But in this case, no. I say no. I say do not lick. <laughs> do not lick that treated lumber. In the 1930s, a process of treating wood with chromated copper arsenate, also known as CCA. Sure was invented. And for decades, this treatment was the most extensive industrial use of arsenic. Ah, how about that? An increased application of the toxicity of arsenic led to a ban of CCA in consumer products in 2004. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm glad to hear that arsenic has some useful property. Oh, you know, yeah. that it's good for stuff other yeah. than murdering people. Yeah. Keep your deck nice. Murder grandpa. It's great. <laughs> Take it's got out your sister-in-law. Yeah. Whatever you need. <laughs> Arsenic is there for you. <laughs> it's a one-stop shop. <laughs> However, CCA remains in heavy rotation in other countries, like Malaysian rubber plantations. Oh. Big into the arsenic. Okay. They like that, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> During the 18th, 19th, and 20th centuries, a number of arsenic compounds were used as medicines. Oh, how about that? Yeah, including arsphenamine and 
arsenic trioxide. Huh. How do you like that? I like it. If somebody, if Dr. Pants comes to me and is like, here's some ar- arsenic trioxide, I'm like, nah. <laughs> no, no, thank you, Mr. White Coat. <laughs> who the fuck am I? Huh? <laughs> what, who am I? I'm going to take this shit? No. I don't think so. Uh uh-uh. uh. Yeah. Arsenic. Yeah. Uh, arsphenamine was indicated as a cure for syphilis, but has been superseded by modern antibiotics. I would hope so. Yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Yeah. Doctor, I'm sick. You know what will cure your syphilis? (laughs) Death. (laughs) Feeling sick? Here, take this. You'll feel sicker. It'll be great. Then you won't even notice the syphilis anymore. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, Arsenic is still used heavily in bronzing and in pyrotechnics. How about that? So, at your latest kiss show. Sure. Well, yeah, you'd have both of those things. Thank arsenic (laughs) for bronzing (laughs) and for all the pyro. That's right. You know? That's awesome. As much as 2% of produced arsenic is used in lead alloys for lead shot and bullets. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Now with 2% more killing power. (laughs) In your bullets. Yeah, that seems like, it seems a little superfluous to put arsenic <laughs> in a bullet, right? It's like, what? I mean, come on. Why? What's the point? Well, it probably makes it, it probably makes a nice bullet, you know? <laughs> probably makes a harder bullet. I guess, but I mean. There's weight, there's a density, there's, there's a lot. lot of stuff. <laughs> and that's it, buddy. That's arsenic. I feel like we don't give up enough of the glory to arsenic. I agree with you 100%. Let's let him hear it. Okay. <laughs> There's the one. Did you know the thing about this is in like a lot of murder mysteries? I think it's arsenic that it, that it has an odor. Like after, like if you put it in someone's tea, and then the detective comes and they sniff the, the teacup, and they're like, mm, it "Smells like hazelnut." They used arsenic. <laughs> it's like that. It has a nutty. It has some kind of nutty aroma. Do, it, do and, you? <clears throat> is it like hazelnut? I, I can't remember which nut it is. I want to say hazelnut, but that's probably wrong. But it, and I don't know even if this is arsenic. <laughs> it might be some other. Clearly, you know that you don't know. <laughs> it could be some other poison that they use in murders and murder mysteries that has this nutty aroma. When heated in air and not water, arsenic oxidizes, and the fumes from this reaction have an odor resembling garlic. Oh, there you go. See, there you go. See, that was a fun tidbit. I guess. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was. It was completely wrong, but it got us to something fun, and that's the important thing. <laughs> Smells like garlic. All that talking out my ass I did got <laughs> us to a fine place. <laughs> I love it. Exactly. I love yeah. it. Perfect. Italians everywhere are like, is that dinner cooking? And somebody, <laughs> no, that's just, I just heated up some arsenic for, I got a murder at four. So I'll just be, I'm just going to go ahead and heat up this arsenic <laughs> real quick. Italians, stay away. It's not what you think it is. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Uh, that's fantastic. You could put up a sign or something. You something, know, it's yeah, like uh, you smell the garlic, you come running, and then uh, death. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's not fair. It's that's not like, fair. It's, it's, not a fair. Ba- it's a classic bait and switch, <laughs> is what that is. I'm expecting some pasta. Next thing I know, I'm dead. That's not cool. That's just not cool. Definitely not. Moving on. Okay. The normal human spine has 33 vertebrae. I hear about that. When. When? The bones that form the coccyx are counted individually. Oh, sure. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I mean, right? come on. Without that, it's the number changes drastically. <laughs> <laughs> Let's count them. As you know. I mean, like, what, they're not there? I mean, come on, they're there. It's well, uh, but you could say it makes up the coccyx bone. <sighs> you could say a lot of things. The bone. The bone. In the gloomy. 
Do you ever get bound in the gloaming? <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop. It's too, it's too good. Nope. <laughs> 33 is, according to the Newton scale, the temperature at which water boils. Oh, 33 Newton. Newton scale. Newton used linseed oil as a thermometric material and measured its change of volume against many reference points. Huh. So what's but what's the what's the unit of measurement? Is it a newton? So we would say it's at thirty three newton, like you say thirty three Celsius, thirty three Fahrenheit. Would we say thirty three newton? That's a great question, buddy. Thank you. I guess on the newton scale, it would be thirty three newton. Yeah. Yeah. Thirty three thirty three newtons. Or yeah. Newton or something like that. Yeah. Could you boil this linseed oil to about thirty three mees? <laughs> <laughs> sure thing, Newton. <laughs> Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and give me a few of those fig me's too. I'm, <laughs> I'm a little uh, peckish. <laughs> fig me's is great. <laughs> I love fig me's. I love pig me's. And fig me's. I, I love They're fig all, me's and pig me's. You name it, I like it. <laughs> we got a Messier object, buddy. Hey, now. We're into astronomy. Messier okay. object M33, a magnitude 7.0 galaxy in the constellation Triangulum. <laughs> How crazy is that? <laughs> so now God is arranging the stars <laughs> into tri- triangular substances. That's right. That's fascinating. Yeah. First God made Pythagoras. <laughs> and he was like, what, what do I call this? <laughs> I'm going to say triangle God. <laughs> okay, let's go with that. <laughs> triangle sounds good. <laughs> also known it. as the Triangulum Galaxy. Oh, that's nice too. Right? Triangulum. I mean, I, I do like that better than the, the bull or the Taurus or the, th- yeah. the things that don't look like anything That's but right. shapes. Yeah, because it's, yeah, those are just triangles too. Most That's right. Sometimes. Right. It's just three stars. And exactly. Someone's like, oh, it's a bull. <laughs> but this is a, just, a, they were just like much more. Oh, it's a bull. <laughs> much more practical. Much more practical. That's a triangle. Yeah. That's obviously Tri- a triangle. Constellation triangulum. I love it. I love it. Uh, the, we have an NGC object too. Oh, let's the new get our, general catalog. Get those epaulets out. Get our epaulets out, <laughs> right? Let's get our stripes. Three up, two down, something like that. That's a general, right? Isn't it? Is that? Isn't it? Oh, three up, two bunch down. of stars, maybe something, five yeah. stars. That's general rating. Yeah, that's right? definitely. How do you general. rate your general? Yeah, three. I mean, eventually every general is going to have three and a half stars. <laughs> Because it's all one star. When five you star. average it out, yeah, you average yeah. it out. Everybody's a three and a half star. It's like general. Netflix ratings used exactly. to be, or right? Yelp. It's just <laughs> like Yelp. And eventually, every restaurant's going to be three and a half stars. There should be a Yelp for generals. There really should be. Yeah. <laughs> Why aren't we rating our generals? I don't. <laughs> we're rating everything else. That's right. I don't know why we're Let's not doing that. Let's rate these generals. We really should. Yeah. And, and like everybody else, like admirals and all that kind of. You remember Admiral Stockdale, that guy who was the. VP for uh, who, who Ross could Perot. forget Admiral Stockdale. That's a five-star admiral in my book. I'm 100%, sorry. Yeah. I loved that guy. Yeah. But this is not the new admiral catalog, no, Bill. This point. is the new general catalog. I'm sorry. I threw us off track again. No, it's okay. New general catalog. NGC 33 is a double star in the constellation Pisces. A double star? Double star. All right. Two of them. Bunk, bunk. Bang, bang. There you go. Double it up. Make it a double. No. <laughs> um, I need a star out here. Eh, make it a double. It's did been you, a tough day. Did you want fries with that? <laughs> Bunch of losers sitting around in a bar, <laughs> making a double. In technology, 33, in reference to gramophone records, refers to a type of record by its revolution speed of 33 and a third revolutions per minute. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely right. That is absolutely right. I love that. was the big records Man, per 30. guys our age grew up with record players, at least early on in our lives. Totally. You know, we yeah. s- switched to cassettes and eight tracks, but we all had, there was somebody had something in the house. Yeah. 
that had 33. Had wax that played records. 78, all that stuff. 45. 45, right. Might as well throw in 45. Yeah, thank you. You That was the one one I missed, (laughs) yes. But thank you. But I'm sure that, you know, vinyl is big now. It's back. So I'm sure 33 and a third is is very prominent. You've got a record player right here. You see that I I listen to. There's a series of records that I love listening to in record form. And I do that exclusively with those records. Yeah, Yeah. right in this very room I've heard it. Yeah, yeah. There's something about it. Did you know? It touches my soul. It warms me. Did you know that the Monkees made a television special in 1960, I don't know, seven or eight or something like that? Okay. It's a one-hour TV special, and it was called 33 and a Third Revolutions Per Monkey. And Genius. Yeah, and it is amazing. It's terrible and amazing all at the same time. It's like total psychedelic, weird, crazy stuff, and I love it. Yeah? I have it on VHS, and I love it. You love it. I mean, I've only watched it once, but I love it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd it. ever watch it again, but the one time through, I was like, wow, I, I wish I was on LSD right now because <laughs> I would love it even more. I think I would like it too. Yeah. I, I should really try to find this. Yeah. I have I have it. I'll, uh, I think I have it digitally, in fact. And really? I'll loan you a copy during the gloaming. I, <laughs> please do. I love that. Yeah, I love fun. young Mickey Dolans. Yeah. As an actor, as a comedian, as totally. a musician, I, yeah. everything about him. That's right. I'm, all, I'm on board. Cool. And it ends, I'm not, not to spoil the ending. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, it's fine. It ends with a five-minute freak out. It's amazing. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> that you want to know. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. And now I can look forward to that. That's right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Uh, we got it. It's a country. 33 is a country cro- Country code. Country cool. code. Yeah. yeah. It's stuck in a little loop there. Who are we calling tonight? Who are we calling? Right, the French telephone numbering plan. Oh. Yeah. The, the Frenchies. F- FTP. Yeah, that's right. FTMP. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Ho ho. Wee wee. So wait. If 33. I don't understand. Okay. I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> they have 33, 33. numbers. <laughs> I don't understand. It's a code for the French telephone numbering plan. So I call them, but I, I, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't i don't get it yeah no you don't no is, well, it's is just it a like, code but it's not like the country code it's not like the old like, i think I'm that's calling. what this is it's just reworded oh it's okay. not as eloquently worded as some of our other wikipedia entries i see but so, it is it's uh it's a country code for the french telephone numbering plan <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how else to say it that's great because i call that them all the time i'm constantly <laughs> Like your international call, you might have to dial 33 first to get to the Frenchies. Yeah, that's, that's right? what I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm hoping. <laughs> now there's a fire. You and me both. Here in Philadelphia, we're having a fire. There's always a fire in Philadelphia. <laughs> that's why they call it Philadelphia. Firedelphia. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's simmering down now, I think. It's okay. It's going to be okay. This is not like a Frank Rizzo situation. Not at all. Okay. There's nothing like a Frank Rizzo situation. <laughs> no, that's a fire that blazed for 30 years. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, that fire never completely got put out. No, filled out no, it sure did. It's okay. No, this yeah, is probably yeah. just a little kitchen fire. Yeah, this is nothing. Put it, and this is nothing. Pro tip: put put get some baking soda on those kitchen fires. Hey, there Let's, you go. Don't don't be going with water. You can't trust it. Or have a uh, fire extinguisher in your house. Fire extinguisher very nearby. Nice. Yeah, maybe under the sink. That's right. A lot of people go that way. That works. You know. Yeah. In religion and mythology, thirty-three is the number of deities in the Vedic religion. Vedic. Vedic. Okay. V e d. I see. Vedic. Vedic? Vedic? No. I don't know either. 
It's uh, Hindu, refers to the religious ideas and practices among most Indo-Aryan-speaking peoples of ancient India. Oh, all right. How about it? You go, ancient India. You go. (laughs) The second level of heaven in Buddhism is Treyastrimasa, meaning of the 33 gods. Huh. All right. Yeah. They got a lot in Buddhism. You go, Buddhism. (laughs) I wish I knew more about Buddhism. And where on the roster is the god Vishnu too into the mix? (laughs) What number is he? I don't know. That's a good question. Batting sixth. (laughs) Wearing number 24. (laughs) Vishnu. Vishnu. First baseman, Vishnu. (laughs) I love it. First base god, Vishnu. I don't know, but is Vishnu is that Buddhist or that's more like Hindu? Yeah, Hindu, you're right. Hindu, Hindu, yeah, I was right, stretching yeah. it out. That's okay. I'm stretching it a little bit. Okay. I wish I knew more about Buddhism because I, it is interesting to me. Well, it is or taught us Buddhism. Take it or leave it. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much the only tenet of Buddhism that you need. <laughs> I like it. Buddhism. Take it or leave it. That's good. I like it, it is good. Yeah. Uh, the number of incarnations of the Bodhisattva Avalokitesvara. Uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. The number of incarnations that Bodhisattva has. Okay. Right? That's a lot of incarnations. She's all over the place. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot. Yeah. She's very versatile. Sure. Very versatile. I mean, very flexible, over, very versatile. All over the field. Oh, she's everywhere. You yeah. put her anywhere. That's right. She's a utility player. That's right. Wherever you need someone, <laughs> get that Bodhisattva in there. <laughs> right? That's right. The divine name Elohim appears 33 times in the story of creation in the opening chapters of Genesis. Ah, okay. Yeah. You go, Elohim. (laughs) I don't think I can take that much more. (laughs) (laughs) 33 was Jesus' age when he was crucified. Oh, that's right. And also the jersey number of basketball Jesus. Whoa, how weird is that? That does not seem like a coincidence. No, definitely doesn't, right? It really doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Oh, wow. According to Al-Ghazali, Al-Ghazali, <laughs> according to Al-Ghazali, playing second god <laughs> and batting eighth, Al-Ghazali. <laughs> I'm sorry, is this according to Al-Ghazali? <laughs> yeah, it is. And according to him, the dwellers of heaven will exist eternally in a state of being at age 33. Interesting. I like that. I like that. I I'm all mind for being, Al Ghazali's theory yeah, I here. I mind being 33 forever. That's a pretty good age. I mean, that seems like a real solid place to land yeah. for your forever age. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, I'd rather like 26 probably, but 33 is good. Really? I think yeah, so. Not me. No? no there's like still so much though? I was like, huh? Well, At 36? Sure. But did you At see? At 26, excuse me? did you see my body? I mean, I was I did, like, and I don't know why <laughs> you're saying that was good enough to go back to. <laughs> It was probably well. It was probably better than thirty three, though. I'd say. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I I don't know. I I would take thirty three over twenty six for sure. But for for maturity, you're saying. Yeah, for all of it, but for like the knowledge I had I had gained, and for the you know. But if you're the in heaven, confidence in self that I had, and sure, yeah. But if you're in heaven, say, and all uh, knowledge, heaven, of, I'm, in heaven. I'm in heaven. All knowledge, accumulated knowledge of the universe is now yours. You have access to everything. You know everything. Once Look, I don't die, know if that's true. I don't need it, but I'm saying if it were true that once you die, <laughs> you that know were true, everything, yeah. would you still want to be 33 given that 
you don't have to worry about the whole. Well, again, like, for me, it's different than you. I feel like physically in my prime, which I think is what you're getting at here. Yeah. I was in my prime more in my 30s than uh, in my 20s. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, for the veganism. I was a bit of a glutton in my 20s. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You used to gain a lot of weight in your head, if I recall. <laughs> You remember that? Yeah, <laughs> I do. I had those snapback hats were getting, the adjustments were getting changed all the time. I had never seen anyone gain as much weight in their head as Man, you were my head able gets to do. fat, bro. <laughs> it does. It's true. It does. It, it all goes yeah. right to my neck and head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. It's crazy. I, it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm going 33. Gotcha. A moment for on the, the absence of fathead zumbo. A moment on the lips. A lifetime on the cranium. <laughs> lifetime on the neck roll. <laughs> Islamic prayer beads are generally arranged in sets of thirty-three. Okay. Corresponding to the widespread use of this number in durkh rituals. Yeah, well, sure. <laughs> it's very widespread. Such beads may number thirty-three in total, or three distinct sets of thirty-three for a total of ninety-nine. Whoa! Now we're talking. Yeah, that's a lot of lot of beading. That's a, a lot of like that's a lot of counting and beading yeah, and stuff. Is, it's a lot of beadwork. A lot of beadwork. It is. Pope John Paul I, okay. also known as... The Naked Pope. Oh, I wish. <laughs> That'd be great. That would have been... That'd be great. At least it would have been honest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> For once in Catholicism, we would have had an honest fucking Pope. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just running around naked like, boys, here I am. Right? I mean, come on. Not hide behind some robe. <laughs> some big hat. Fuck you. You are trying for transparency. <laughs> I am naked. <laughs> and I also am the Pope. It's true. <laughs> no, John John Paul I, the 33-day Pope. Oh. Okay. One of the shortest reigns in papal history. Huh. And it resulted in the most recent three-year Pope. Hmm. Three-year Pope. Three-year Pope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we both were like, <laughs> Moving on. All right. <laughs> a religious image of the Virgin Mary from the 18th century is known in Uruguay as Virgin de los Treinta y Tres. Ah. Virgin of the 33. How about that? Yeah. Why is she the Virgin of the 33? Because Jesus was 33 years old when he died, maybe? Virgin of the 33, perhaps. Per- perhaps. Perhaps. Also known as the Liberator of Uruguay, the title of this Virgin Mary. Hmm. Also the Patroness of Uruguay. Wow. Lots got a of, lot of titles. Lots of Uruguayan things happening they here. They love the Virgin Mary down there. <laughs> oh my gosh, they can't get enough. Yeah, it's true. It is true. There are 33 degrees in Scottish Rite Freemasonry. 33, oh, 33 degrees. So I guess I you got to g- grow through the Freemasonry yeah. at 33 steps. That's a lot. A lot, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. Like, yeah, you know what these, I mean? Like craftsmen. These 12-steppers can suck a dick. <laughs> Try all 33, why don't you? See how sober you are at the end of that, (laughs) right? But like craftsmen, like this this sounds like an ancient guild kind of thing where you had to go through all these different steps and everything. And they all have a name, I'll bet. I I love that. For sure, yeah. Yeah, that's really cool. It's it's like a role-playing game where you got to go get to level 33. Yeah, I'm leveling up. That's true, you got to level up. Level up Freemasonry style. (laughs) That's what I say. Uh, The House of the Temple... Home of the Supreme Council, 33 degrees, ancient and accepted Scottish Rite of Freemasonry in Washington, D.C., has 33 outer columns, which are each 33 feet high. Whoa. That's symmetry. 
That's what that is. And they rely heavily on this 33 nonsense. Yeah. Like, they love it. Hootman. <laughs> Hootman, we love 33. <laughs> Do one of them saying how tall the column should be. <laughs> Hootman. <laughs> how tall should we make the columns? Yeah. Uh, 33. They arrived at 33. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rupus Nigra. Uh-huh. A phantom island was described as having a circumference of 33 French miles. <laughs> French miles. French miles. That's interesting. Yeah. Is that like a troy ounce? French miles, troy ounces? Uh, frankly, it's insulting. Sorry? At this point, it's insulting. It's insulting? Frankly, it's well, how insulting. How is that insulting? Because like, everything is just like trivial, like uh, troy ounces or French miles. or It's all the same to you, isn't it? <laughs> it's not like a discipline or something... <laughs> Spend your whole life uh, focused on and no. uh, concentrating in. That's right. It's just a silly, like it's silly. It's like yeah. a silly name for something that's not the, the thing it is. This is why I dream about murdering you at night. <laughs> Have you tried arsenic? <laughs> I hear it's really good. I hope you guys mend this fence at some point. I, know, I think we will. And I'd also like to know how much that fence weighs in Troy ounces at some <laughs> point. <laughs> well, good luck finding that out. Okay. In other fields, 33 is a significant number in modern numerology. Numerology bump. That's a P-dupes bump right Sorry, there, yeah. is it not? Kind of, yeah. One of the master numbers along with 11 and 22. Oh, okay. You see how they get the master numbers? Kind of get the get the. <laughs> I don't know thing. why people think this is a sham. <laughs> <laughs> Descriptors of people on the 33 life path are educator. Passionate, mystical, responsible, mature, maternal, kind, wise, powerful, strong, honest, conscious, enlightened. Huh. How do you like that? Sounds like a real dick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's a strong number. Yeah, that's a right. That was a lot of good stuff. Get on the 33 life path. I'm serious. Is what I'm saying. That was a big time person. Huge. It was like Gandalf. I mean, nobody can live up to this 33 thing. No. No. Shit. (laughs) Fuck. Williamson. (laughs) Uh, 33 is the number printed on all Rolling Rock beer labels. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know that. You've seen that, right? Sure I have. I have a friend who, when drinking a Rolling Rock, has to put his thumb on the 33. Oh, is that like a tick? I guess because he's like an OCD asshole. Yeah. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's interesting. Pabst Blue Ribbon, oh, popular among the hipsters, uh-huh. uh, was once advertised as, quote, blended 33 to 1. What? <laughs> what does that mean? I have no idea what that means, buddy. Blended 33 to blended 1. Blended 33 to 1. I don't know what that means. I know you feel you say it with some confidence. Maybe yeah, and you put a little jazz behind it. Right. Everybody's like, I get it. Let's make some jazz. <laughs> Yes, sir, New York Tom Cruise. Let's make some jazz. The namesake of the private club, Club 33, located in Disneyland's New Orleans Square. Oh, okay. You've been to Disneyland. I have. You like it. Yeah, it's fun. You love the theme parks and the you know and the mouse ears of it all. I don't know that I love I don't love like all that stuff. I like going on some of the rides. You like the rides mostly. Yeah, mostly. Okay. All right. The crowds I could live without faux show and all the like commercialism and like the every thematic elements yeah. don't really you just yeah. like the ride people love the design and how you know oh, disney's the best man everything's so clean yeah and yeah it's no all I, so these, integrated i and feel I'm like, like that's bullshit these disney files and i might be alienating people in our in this very audience yeah, but are. i 
But I feel like they've had some kind of arrested development. <laughs> I don't know. Like if it's what? That. It, well, how is this still appealing to you? <laughs> I don't yeah, get I have it. Close friends who are who are Disney fanatics, like fanatics. They yeah. just moved to Celebration in Orlando. What? Yeah, they moved to the you know for to be close for the proximity. Yeah. yeah. To Disneyland, yeah. they have been to every Disney property around the world. They have the they. I mean, they have Euro Disney, everything you name it. They've been there multiple times, probably. They have like the Disney vacation Moscow sharing Disney? thing. They go to yeah everything. They go to everything in Russia. <laughs> mouse ears, where <wear> you? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I don't get it at all. I'm just like I I don't I, like I yeah. they they try to explain it to. Us. It's like oh yeah, it's all so well integrated and it's so fun and everything's so I mean, perfectly designed and there's yeah. never there's no mistakes in the park. Everything's perfect and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like yeah, but I, I guess I can kind of see it. But like it's that's icky, dude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly it's, what I was gonna say. Like without some flaws, w- w- where's the character? Right, right, right. It's you know like, what I mean? It's like, like Stepford reality. Yeah, you know, it's some exactly. kind of weird, like you know, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like stop well, living in a fantasy world. It's <laughs> never gonna happen, people. And I don't think at any age I was ever amused by a single Mickey Mouse cartoon. I mean, they're not good. They're just simply not good cartoons. Like, give me Looney Tunes all day long. A Mickey Mouse cartoon, yawn for sure, for sure. Right? I mean, a hundred percent. So. Shut up. I just don't get the appeal. Yeah. I don't either. I don't. Yeah. I understand they make really quality stuff. You know what I mean? Like they, well, uh, they're sure. gigantic, multi-billion dollar industry. And now they own business. everything. Exactly. And they yeah. own almost and, and, everything. And they're creating some great things. Right. But in terms of the theme park. Yeah. And that sort of small world bullshit. Yeah, yeah. I no, don't I, I don't get it. I like to go. I like to ride the rides. I think the food is completely overrated. You know, yeah. a lot of people rave about how you know awesome and gourmet the food is. I'm like, it can't it's possibly a hot dog. be. Yeah, it can't possibly right? be. Right? I mean, yeah. it's a pretzel. Shut up. So, so but I like going there. I like, I like the. You like um, the rides? You yeah, said? I like the rides, and I like some of the like. I've been to the boardwalk. They have a property down in, in um, Orlando. That's the boardwalk, and it's it's just you know Ooh. recreation of a boardwalk in like the 19. 19- teens or 19 oh, well, aughts or something seems fun it's fun they have like you know guys that with big mustaches that juggle on the boardwalk and sure, do sure. magic and sure. all that stuff and all of the businesses are like old-timey and the music is old-timey and you yeah, sort yeah. of feel like you're in this old-timey boardwalky is there like that's fun swing the hammer bang it on the Probably. strength test thing yeah, with the thing like goes somewhere. up the thing and yeah, rings some, a bell if exactly. you're strong it's enough shit like that, that kind of stuff it's nice it's it's fun i mean once you get like five minutes away from that it's not that anymore. And then you're no, in some other world. It's, it's Florida. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, but even in, you know, but that, that I like cause it's, it's kind of cute and fun and yeah. they have the hotel. You there seem like one of those Disney people. No, I'm totally you do. not. I know, but you seem like one. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. But I'm so cynical <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. But you're also like, hurt. <laughs> <laughs> that's cute. Have you been to either of the Disney Florida property? I've been to, I w- as, a, as children, we did the we did that whole everybody load up in the uh, car and drive drove down, down there. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, How yeah. About that, brutal. <laughs> excruciating. Even then you didn't Start enjoy to it? finish, excruciating. Really for me. hated it. Wow, hated it. Space Mountain. Did well, you go on Space Mountain? Re- literally, would have rather just stayed in the hotel room next to the air conditioner. <laughs> if <laughs> that was on the table, I would have taken that over the theme park really? all day, every day. Space Mountain. Did you go on Space Mountain? I did go on Space Mountain. It's fun. And I didn't hate Space Mountain. Yeah, it's really fun. But it was getting to Space Mountain and then going yeah. away from Space Mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I hated all that shit. What about the, the uh, Haunted Mansion? It's probably my favorite. Don't recall that oh. rightly. 
Really good. I remember thinking some of the animatronics were cool. Yeah, they are. I cool. remember thinking that even then. I'm right. sure they're much better now, but so you didn't immediately want to grow up to be an Imagineer. No, sir. No. no, sir. No, yeah. sir. No, sir. <laughs> Thank you. No. <laughs> <laughs> Moving into some sports stuff, Bill. Okay. If you're ready, I'm ready. ready to get off Walt Disney's dick. I am. You are. Yeah. Sure. Okay. <laughs> that frozen old thing. I'm ready. <laughs> I thought they just froze his head. Oh, is that right? Is I it, it was just his, whole his head body. for cryogenically frozen? I don't know. I thought it was the whole. The Who whole knows? Who knows? Maybe they just froze his mustache. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Do you know how everybody in the theme parks has to point with two fingers? So when if you ask a, a park employee a where cast something member? is... A cast member? A cast member even, they will point... Well, that's, all the employees are called cast members down there. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's a cult. Okay. Yeah. yeah it seems very cultish. Yeah. And here's another tidbit. Okay. They point with two fingers because Walt was often holding a cigarette. Ah. And so he would just have it between the index and the middle finger. And pointing at things. <laughs> That's hilarious. You know what I mean? Yeah. And probably being super racist about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> like, see all that over there? That's all going to be white people. <laughs> and see all this over here? White people. <laughs> I, I've known a bunch of people who've worked at Disney in the like entertainment side of things. Right? Uh-huh. And they, one of the nicknames they used to call that place, <laughs> this is really going to alienate some of our listeners, was called Mouschwitz. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And all this over here? <laughs> White people. That's my dream, see? <laughs> it's a little it's when you get when you do a deep dive on that guy. Yeah. You, it's a little uncomfortable. But didn't you see the movie with Tom Hanks? <laughs> I swear, if you want to class anybody up, just have Tom Hanks play. That's absolutely it's right. Per- yeah. Perfect. That's right. He'll become beloved in no time. <laughs> That's right. You know? <laughs> Yeah. 33 is the number of innings played in the longest professional baseball game in history. All right. That's a, a lot of innings. 1981 minor league game between the Rochester Red Wings and the Pawtucket Red Sox. Nice. Pawtucket. It was in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Okay. And Pawtucket won 3-2. to two. They finally like walked in a run or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we you goddamn right we won there. <laughs> Pawtucket wins again. <laughs> How many innings did it take you? 33? No problem. Here's the worst part. Yeah. It took him 33 innings to score three runs. Three runs. Like today. That's brutal. It would be like a 98 to 55 <laughs> end of the game, right? With right. the juiced ball. You'd be at least in year. the teens. Yeah, at yeah, least. For yeah. sure. There would have been like 20 home runs over yeah. the 33 innings. Yeah. That's crazy. This was a three real runs. snooze fest. <laughs> Wicked hardcore snooze fest. <laughs> Uh, three to two. The uh, thirty-two innings were played on the first day, and the left, the final inning was played the next day. Oh my god! Which is hilarious to me. That is hilarious. Yeah. Well, they they were hoping for another thirty-two. Pawtucket <laughs> did it again. I love the Pawtucket Red Sox. I think that's great. Yeah. Sucks. Don't don't bother giving your minor league team a, a name other than the name of the major. I don't league think team. they should. Don't bother. I, I don't like when they do that. Really? Yeah. But I think the Reading squad names. should be the Phillies too. The, the, they're the Fighting Phils. Fighting Phils. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's okay with me. But the AAA team is the uh, Iron Pigs. <laughs> no lie. I'm not kidding you. No, that's right. I've yeah, heard that the for Iron sure. Pigs. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Tony Stark is behind that squad. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I like some of the fun minor league team names, though. I, think I do fun. too. I, yeah. I you're you know you're right about that. That that would be a travesty to yeah. get rid of some of those. It would. Not unlike the Rochester Red Wings, the Portland Sea Dogs. That's a good one. Sea Wolf Wolf. Yeah, baby, they're fun. In motorsport, thirty three is the traditional number of races. Rapes, excuse me, racers. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> 
thought you said rapes for a minute there. The traditional number of rapes <laughs> in all of your motorsports. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come on, buddy. Well, uh, Let's try to keep it sophisticated. I'm sorry. I just had a mispronunciation. I'm so- well, you would have called me out on one. I don't know. I don't know if that's me. true. That's not you, true. Oh, that's absolutely not true. I, look at the sheets. Well, well, 2018, 2019, every time I from say April something. to September, maybe. <laughs> but beyond that, I don't know. I kind of laid off. <laughs> 33 is the traditional number of racers okay. in the Indianapolis 500. Oh, cool. Yeah. All right. That's, I didn't know that. I didn't know I, that I didn't either. know how many cars were in that. No, I have no idea. Yeah. And I didn't care. D- totally. No. Still don't. Still no. But it's right. good to know. Yeah, it's good to it's know. good to know. Right. Um, the Big 33 Football Classic is an annual postseason high school football all-star game. Oh, okay. Features players from Pennsylvania. All right. Yeah, specifically. Just Pennsylvania. It's like Pennsylvania it's their football all star game. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Yeah. Um, in recent years, the opposition has been the all star team from Ohio, just to mix it up a little. <laughs> <laughs> and what are, what are they? The, the 44s? It doesn't say. Oh, okay. Um, but the number 33 represents the original number of players on each squad, now 34. Oh. They still call it the Big 33, though. Okay. Yeah. Uh, FIBA 33 is the original name of the basketball variant known as three on three. Oh, fun. Yeah. FIBA 33. That's great. Um, next time I go out to the court, I'm going to be like, yo, you guys want to run a little FIBA 33? Get a little FIBA in here? Huh? <laughs> Who's in for some FIBA? FIBA. FIBA, FIBA 33. FIBA. Let's go. FIBA. And then if somebody, if two more guys show up, we'll do FIBA 44. What do you say? Come on, guys. Let's go. I love it. Uh, this formalized version of half-court three-on-three basketball is currently being heavily promoted by the sport's international governing body. Under the original rules, FIBA 33, the game ended by rule once either team scored at least 33 points Whoa. with scoring following traditional basketball rules. Oh, okay. Three-by-three three, or three-on-three three, uses a substantially substantially different scoring system. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Because 33 points is a lot. Like, I'm thinking, like, when I play out on the court, you play it's three like and three, 11. it's like you go to yeah. 11. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah, these go to 11. Right. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> these but games go to 11. 33 by ones is a long freaking yeah. game. Yeah, so there's got to be some so fives and some sixes sprinkled in there, two, right? At least two pointers for the three point shots. Like, if, everything was twos and, if everything's twos and threes, I guess you could do it. Yeah. That would be like playing up this 15 this or 16. Substantially different. Okay. So I, I'm guessing. There's maybe a five-pointer in there. I'm curious. Something like that. I want to play this game. <laughs> Look it up, baby. <laughs> 33 is the number of the longest winning streak in NBA history. Bye. I'll give you all the money in my pocket. Really? Yeah. All right. The longest streak in NBA history, 33 You should games. know I changed my pants before we did this. <laughs> uh, it's probably your team is probably what it is. No, it's but no, I'll it go. Is, it is the dire opposite. It's the Lakers. My, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, seventy-one, seventy-two. They won thirty-three in a row. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. crazy, right? That is crazy. Yeah, that's a. I mean, that's a run and a half. That's like a, a, more than a third of the, all the games that they play in a season. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Um, before we get to my beloved association, uh, some other guys that wore thirty-three. Some other <laughs> guys yeah. that wore thirty-three. Mortals, mere mortals, mere mortals. Frankie Robinson. Oh wow. Tony Dorsett. Sure. Patrick Roy. Who? Patrick. Oh, Patrick Waugh. Sure. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay. Oh, Patrick Waugh. New Jersey Devils goalkeeper. Waugh. Was he from the Devils? I believe he did play for the Devils. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Eddie Murray. Oh, sure. One the of your favorites. from the Orioles. Mr. Sideburns himself. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Roger Craig. Oh, okay. Bobby Abreu. 
Sure. Former Philly great. We love Bobby, Bobby Abreu. Abreu, right? Yeah. So yeah. good. So good. Vita Blue. Oh, nice. And Mike Piazza. Oh, sure. How about Mike, that? Mike Piazza, not in the lineup tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember hearing that all the time. You are, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Often after a while, up. yeah, might, might be as an underline of the catcher is tough, man. You get the shit beat out of you. It's brutal. Yeah, it is. That's why longevity at a, at the catching position it's Terrible. unheard of. Yeah, it's true. Outside of Gary Carter, Bob Boone, who'd you have? Yeah, Bob. I guess Bobby Boone played, played a few a, years. Yeah, he yeah. he had the record for most games caught. For is a that while right? There. Yeah, he did more than Gary Carter. I don't know. You'd have to look that up. Old GC had, played a lot of games. He did, <laughs> but for, before Gary Carter came along, Bob Boone had. He the played. He played in Canada for like I feel like seventy-two years before he came to the Mets right. to win and, a championship. And those games only count for like point nine <laughs> of a whole game, you know, because the because they're Canadian. Yeah, the Canadian yeah, conversion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. a little lower than for the, sure. You know, for sure, but so. they'll get you drunker quicker. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. 231 players have worn the number 33 in my beloved association. Well, that's good. 231 is a solid much. number. Yeah, it's solid, not, I, w- I would have expected more, quite I frankly. Too. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, my favorites among them, we'll start with Kareem. Oh, sure. Lou Alcindor Jabbar. Yeah. Right? 33 for many, many, many years. Yeah, so good. Sharif Abdurrahim. Oh, fun. Uwe Constantine Blob. Uwe Blob. You know Uwe Blob. I love Uwe Blob. But did Blob. you know his middle name was Constantine? I did not no, know that. I didn't either. Now I do. That's fantastic. That is good. Antoine Carr. Hey. The great oh Antoine Carr. Oh, my God. I loved Antoine right? Carr. Antonio Davis. Oh, hey, there's another great one. Your yeah. boy Antonio yeah, yeah, Davis, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? Yinkadare. <laughs> Yinkadare. A lot of big men wearing 33. Yeah, a lot of 33 yeah. in, the, in the post. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Boris Bobo Diao. Oh, sure. I One of my him. favorites. Yeah, yeah Boris he was, was amazing. Often unsung for oh, how talented he was. He really was. When he was on those Spurs teams, he could do everything. He was like the point guard. He was he, the center. He, he really could play all five. Yeah. He really could. He and he amazing. was not built to play any of them. No. Like, you, you looked at him and you're like, that dude's a truck driver, right? Like, <laughs> But he was so skilled. Yeah, he it was, was crazy. Amazing. He's yeah. crazy. I love guys like that. He was great. Um, Patrick the Hoya Destroya Ewing. <laughs> <laughs> right sure. of course of course who doesn't yeah. love patrick ewing yeah i mean in retrospect i hated exactly. him as a player but that's right looking yeah. back on his career just i love that guy absolutely um mark the big burrito gasol where's oh, 33 sure. okay yeah hersey the hawk hawkins oh they probably one of your all-time yeah, faves i, I would that imagine hearse was great oh he was uh grant g money hill sure sure grant the ever the gentleman that's right grant hill yeah uh, Clark Special K Kellogg. Hey, there you go. <laughs> now, the, why, why the softening, softening countenance when I got to Clark Kellogg? I have like, come to enjoy. Hey, there I, you go. I've come to enjoy Clark Kellogg as a as a, a analyst. color analyst. I like yeah. him too. I do. Too. I like yeah, him too. I like him. Despite so those, just the whistle s's. <laughs> I love Clark Kellogg. I do too. I really enjoy. But when he calls the he game. really whistles those s's. <laughs> he's really fun to. No, listen he's good. To, he's yeah, good. He's good. He's good. I like him a lot. Um, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Oh, another good one, one. of the all-time greats. Yeah, Alonzo Zoe Morning. Sure, right? sure. Where do you put Zoe in the annals of the great big men? Uh, I had an argument with a buddy once a while back. I put him right inside the grasp of Jeff Van Gundy. <laughs> That's where I put him. But right only his. Just his thigh. Just his thigh and <laughs> shin area. That's right. Right? right in there. Starting at the thigh and sliding <laughs> down to the the shin, That's right. and then being carried for a distance. <laughs> That's, That's the best. That was the, that was the finest. One of the best things that ever happened. That it really was. Yeah. It really yeah. was. You cannot watch that enough. <laughs> no, it's true. It the best. It's true. If I could have that playing on a loop at all oh times just to look over so at good. it. 
really great. Um, but to, of all but time, in yeah. seriousness, um, in all seriousness, it's tough. Well, let me ask he you was this: really good, but I don't put him in the in the real upper echelon with right. the, the with not the with the Kareem's, Kareems and, the, and the and the and the Hakeem's and the Shaq's sure. and the Ewings and those guys. He's a sort of a second tier guy I, for me. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. The argument I'll say specifically was who was a better center, Robert Parrish or Alonzo Mourning? That's a tough call. You think call. they're probably neck and neck. I take the Chief every time, but yeah. I'm a homer. So Right. Well, and you, you look at the records and you have to say the Chief, you know, you can't argue with the Chief winning yeah. all those championships and yeah. everything. I yeah, mean, yeah. The, but would have would Zoe have won them playing with McHale and Bird? Probably. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He probably would have. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. That's I don't tough. Know. I yeah. like Zoe in retrospect. Zoe is certainly too. more athletic. Than the chief. Than the chief? Yeah. How dare you, sir? <laughs> How dare you? Come on. You come on. <laughs> the chief was great. I'm not taking anything the away from the chief. The chief would shoot a baseline fadeaway starting at the low block and ending in Springfield, Massachusetts. <laughs> like that dude shot fallaways like that covered vast distances. It's true. I'm not taking anything <laughs> away from him, but just Had Zoe, the jump hook. Yeah. But Zoe was like... Um, like one of those like freakish he was athletes Quick at the dunker center. He would just throw it through yeah, real quick He was like one of at, those guys At the center position He was like a freakishly Alonzo Mourning never took out Bill Lambeer with two punches <laughs> I'm just saying This is a good point This isn't a Robert Parrish podcast <laughs> Although I'm not averse to it <laughs> If you wanted to maybe give that a shot I'd be into it The chief cast <laughs> See what? It writes itself <laughs> I love it uh, Scotty, no tipping, Pippin. Oh, famous thirty-three. Yeah, right? sure, of course. Uh, Dwayne, the haircut Shinsis. Oh, Do you remember Dwayne Shinsis? Of course, I remember Dwayne Shinsis. Yeah. Mister Mullet himself. Yeah, that, that thing was, was quite, amazing. Oh my god, that was amazing! A ridiculous haircut. Uh, David Thompson, sure. familiar with Dave Thompson? Yeah, right. Naturally, Otis Thorpe. Otis. Otis. <laughs> Every time we got a rebound. <laughs> Otis, you looking for this? Mm-mm. You know who got it? You Ooh, can't this. have this. You can't have this. Oh, this? This is mine. And then, of course, you know, we've, we've previewed the whole deal. The legend, the hick from French Lick, the great white hope himself, Larry Basketball Jesus Bird. <laughs> the greatest player to ever play in my mind. Sure. Greatest player to ever lace him up. Yeah. I mean, he was... Uh, Larry Joe Bird. Yeah. Yeah. He was he, all you got to do is go on YouTube, look up Larry Bird highlight reel. I mean, and have fun. Yeah, I mean, it's just ha, yeah, it's that's un, all it is. It's unbelievable. To that's watch. all it is. That's all he's doing. That's right. <laughs> he, he, the guy was playing the game in slow motion. Everybody else was playing at full speed. Yeah, it's true. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. It was cra- it's crazy. It is crazy. Eyes in the back of his head. Yeah, dead deadly shooter. Yep. If he played today, and he could shoot ten threes a game instead of the three or four that he averaged in that era, right? You fucking. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Bird has the green light for 10 threes a game? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Guy breaks every record in the book. Yeah, it's true. I'm telling you. I hear you. Team guy. Yep. Could have done it himself. That's right. You know? Scored 60 one night, playing half the game left-handed only. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Larry Joebird, basketball Jesus. Miraculous. Beautiful man. Miraculous. Best mustache in the biz. 
I, I, everything about him is beautiful to me. I know you love him. I, I do love him. I, mean, buddy. I wish I wish he had one not of my all time heroes. I wish he had not played for one of my rivals, and I could have enjoyed him more. Oh, but I, but it's perfect that he played for the Celtics. Yeah, like can you can you see that working anywhere else? I could have seen him on like a like if he was in on don't the Pacers. Dare. Don't you dare make me Pacers, imagine him anywhere else. Coming out of Indiana, goes to play for the Pacers. Sure, that's kind of cool. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. What? I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I hear you. But, you know, a bunch of Hicks going to see the Hick guy, you know, from the Hick and the... Yeah. It would have been cool. Something about the those Boston blue-collar white guys, they just really fell in love with him. They like, sure did. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, totally. There's no getting around it. Definitely lunch pail guy, for yeah, sure. For yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mo- broke multiple bones, fingers, played through every injury in the book. And one of the great trash talkers of all time. The great, the greatest. Yeah. The greatest yep. of all time. Amazing. I'm the greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> we used to, used to like spend nights in traction after games and then play the next day. For seasons, he did this. Crazy. One of my favorite Larry Bird stories? Lay it on me. Can I tell you this one? Please do. Can I? Yeah, go ahead. He So he knew the end was near. He, he was in traction. He, they were talking about him not traveling with the team, just playing home games because his back was so bad uh-huh. towards the end. And he just realized it was time to hang it up. This was two days before his, his re-signing bonus, which would have given him $7 million. He walks into Red Auerbach's office on a Friday. The bonus happens on the Monday. Okay. Um, Larry says, I'm hanging it up. Red and Red says why don't you take the weekend to think about it thinking that he he wants to give Larry this bonus because he's earned it you know for everything he did bringing the Celtics to glory and all that stuff right Larry says I know what day it is Red I'm retiring (laughs) you keep your seven million wow this fucking guy yeah are you kidding me like he's fucking Paul Bunyan (laughs) he's a goddamn folk hero and he played basketball yeah yeah all right I'll stop that's pretty cool I'm sorry I mean yeah. I'm sorry. I get all gushy. I know. <laughs> Can we have a bird cast? Can we do that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe there are some of those out there. Do you think there's a Larry Bird appreciation podcast? I mean, there's tons of there? like Celtics podcasts, sure. and I'm sure they touch heavily on what Bird meant to the team and the game. Yeah. But I don't know if there's specifically a Larry Joe Bird cast. I don't know either. Which I would do in a heartbeat. <laughs> a minute by minute breakdown of, of all of his games. Oh! What? Oh my god! Oh my god! His How about all career, the all of the minute. championship games? Like, no, his whole career, every minute he ever played in the NBA. Yeah, but that's a that's a that is a bit of a wander about because <laughs> there's going to be minutes <laughs> where he doesn't touch the ball. He's not even playing in yeah. some of those. No, minutes. No, but only the minutes he's actually on the court uh-huh. would cover. But even during some of those minutes, there's going to be times he's not even touching the ball. I don't know if you said this to try to deter me, but you're just making it sweeter. <laughs> I would do this in a heartbeat. A minute by minute right. breakdown of every one of Larry Bird's basketball games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let me, let me, let me get Tommy Heinsohn on the phone, <laughs> and you guys can take it on and go. Oh, I thing. see. I got to do it with Heinsohn. Yeah, I'm right. not doing it. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe you were in. It was your idea, so I thought. I thought maybe uh, thought, you know uh, we could do it together. I'll do it with Tommy. That's fine with me. We could we could yell at the refs. That's right. You get a you get a Ouija board and you and you bring back the ghost of Johnny Most. And you have him on as a guest. That'd be awesome. It just spells out a typical disgusting display <laughs> on the Ouija board. Uh, we miss you, Johnny. Uh, yeah, that was a, a touching tribute 
to your favorite player. Oh, you think? Yeah. Well, thanks, buddy. Very nice. I mean, it, it, yeah, the goat. The goat. The goat. The yeah. legend. Yeah. It's it's all right there. That is it. Yeah. Yep. Well done. Yeah. Thanks, buddy. Sure. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's move on to something important. <laughs> How dare you? This guy suggests the birdcast and then says it's not important. <laughs> I don't even know what that. I'm all I'm all off kilter. I'm all akimbo. Come on. I'm Caddy Wampus. Come on. It's joking. Yeah, is it? Joking. Come on. He's joking. joking. It's just joking. It's joking that happens. Fine. Okay. Fine. <laughs> You're in for a treat this week. This this is a treat? <laughs> yeah, because we're going to have another exciting interview <laughs> for the new manager position. Is Blake ever going to find somebody? I doubt it. I you really, d- you I, doubt it? I really am. I doubt it. <laughs> I'm really dubious that he ever really? will. I mean, it, I mean, it's... I, I mean, feel like it could go on forever, Blake really. Blake gets I mean, his man, though. Right? They, he, that, he's that kind of guy. Yeah. Right? True. That's true. I mean, yeah. He, I don't I'm know. not trying to shade this one way or the other. I'm just hoping. Yeah. I guess I'm hoping. Yeah. For his I mean, sake and for ours. I go both ways because, uh, on, on the scene anyway, uh, because, uh, you know, it's, I enjoy some of these crazy people that come in and have uh, interviews with him. I think that's fun. Sure. So, you know, I don't really, I'm not in a big hurry to see that end. Maybe other people are. Sure. Maybe you are. I, I am. Know. I'm 100% ready to see it. End. I want him to hire some motherfucker <laughs> and I want him to hire him yesterday. <laughs> well, let's see if he strikes gold today. Fantastic. You got any sales experience, Mr. Glenister? Not much. Uh-huh. I was an actor by trade. An actor. That's right. Had to give it up. Too fucking stressful. Yeah, well, that's a that's a tough racket. Goddamn right it is. Fucking performance anxiety. You salesmen understand that shit. Yeah. Been feeling kind of stressed myself lately. Oh, yeah? This fucking manager search has been like... Uh, uh. You all right, mate? I'm, I'm fine. It's just a little indigestion. Uh-huh. Yeah, now listen. Let's say you're trying to motivate the salesman. What do you... They're in the room. How would you... Uh, 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 uh. Okay. Now, you know what's happening to you, right? Oh, uh, shooting pain left arm that's right mate what it is 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 you're having a fucking heart attack wait what yeah myocardial infarction i've been mayor of that town many a time here i am on stage ipswich fucking dinner theater right middle of long day's journey what happens me old ticket goes all bollocks on me my eyes sort of like glaze over you know there i am in the thick of a scene with this guy, Mick. Poor Mick, you don't know what the fuck's going on. It's my line. I ain't saying shit. I'm having a fucking heart attack, right? So, you know, Mick's looking into the wings. I'm clutching me chest. Fucking stage manager's about to close the curtain, shut down the whole goddamn show. What do I do then, eh? Eh? Do I pass out like a fucking poof? No. you goddamn right I didn't. I finished that fucking scene, and I gave the best performance of my fucking career. Because that's what fucking men do, right? Uh... Could you please 
call an ambulance. An ambulance? Is that a fucking joke? No, please. I need... I ain't I, calling no fucking ambulance. There's no time. Yeah, By but, the time they get here, you're fucking dead, mate. Why are you doing this to me? What? You think this is abuse? You think this is abuse, you son of a bitch? Uh, How can you take the abuse you get on a sit? Help me, p- please. You see this pacemaker? You see this pacemaker? Yeah. This pacemaker cost more than your car. I had 85 heart attacks last year. How many do you have? I I can't breathe. The I- air is sitting there waiting to give you its oxygen. Are you going to take it? Are you man enough to take it? Uh, I'm dying. I'm dying and I, I never did a goddamn thing. You ain't fucking dying. Not on my watch. Not as long as I carry this pocket defibrillator. Hey, wait, wait. What, what are you doing? Clear! Ah! Uh-huh. Clear! Ah! Uh-huh. There you go. How's that feel, eh? Actually, <clears throat> that feels pretty great. Why don't you hit me again? That's the spirit. Clear! Ah, uh, I think, I think I'm going to be okay. How's my hair? Oh, that's nice. That looks good. Where the fuck did you get that defibrillator? A, B, C. Always bribe cardiologists. Thank you very much, Mr. Uh, what was your name again? Hired. You're hired? Oh, <laughs> I get it. Ah, <laughs> fuck it. You're hired. Congratulations. Hey! hey! He did it! We did it! <laughs> he found somebody. We have someone in the position. How about that? This is the best. This is really cool. Who to thunk it? I don't know. Glenister. And it's Robert Glenister. Robert, the heart attack himself, Glenister. <laughs> That's amazing. I, and this I did not see coming at all. No. I mean, I know we've talked a lot about Glenister no. over yeah. the years. For sure. Thanks to his cardiac condition. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so he was the Dave Moss in, right. the, in London's production of Glengarry last couple year, a couple ago, years ago, yeah. yeah. With Christian Slater as right, Roma. Right, right, right. The great Christian Slater right. as Roma. And, don't, uh, don't, don't, <laughs> don't. And apparently, Glenister had at least one cardiac arrest like on stage during the show but he had two didn't he i think he i did feel like I, yeah, I feel like there the was story there got incidents. bizarre because it happened twice yeah i think i think that's what happened yeah <laughs> poor guy i mean dave as we talked about back then dave moss yeah. will do it to stressful. you stressful yeah very, very stressful. stressful yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. ed harris barely made it out alive that's right yeah so this is a strange sort of crossover between reality and fiction oh, like only grace could do that's right yeah <laughs> Really just take a bunch of our bullshit, mix it in with the genius of this film, and then you're getting this. This is what you come up with. Half bullshit, half genius is what this is. Yeah, I put the... You wouldn't go happy-happy? Ratchet up the bullshit ratio a little bit, maybe. I guess it depends. I guess. I think some weeks has been utter genius. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there have been bright spots for sure. Yeah. 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 so this is, but this is exciting. This is very exciting. So Robert Glenister, I was just calling up his his uh, bio here on IMDb. Oh. Because other than his heart attacks, I don't really know much about him. Never heard of him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so he was born in March 11th, 1960. 60. So that makes him now, what, 59 years old? Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. He's a popular British actor, probably best known among other roles, as the con man Ash Three Socks Morgan. Three Socks. That's right. Huh. In the British TV series Hustle. 
from 2004. You don't even want to know where the other sock goes. <laughs> <laughs> That's for I wonder sure. why they called him Three Sock. I don't know, but I, I'm, great, I would like to go back and see this show. It's a great show nickname. Because A, it's, he's playing a con man, and the show called, is called Hustle. It sounds really fun. It does sound fun. And Three Socks. Well, I mean, uh, does it say when that aired? 2004. Oh, so it's so, pretty contemporary. Yeah, and it's probably uh, online somewhere, like either on like Amazon or somewhere. You can probably you gotta, find it. You got to think. It's out Netflix, there. Netflix, something. Yeah, right? I'm interested. I'd like to go go back and see this. He's the son of director John Glenister and the brother of actor Philip Glenister, who plays DCI Gene Hunt in Life on Mars from 2006. So it's an all-in-the-family situation yeah. in the Glenister household. That's right. His ex-wife is actress Amanda Redman, with whom he has a daughter, Emily Glenister, born in 1987. And he and his current wife, Celia Glenister, have a son named Thomas Glenister, born in 1996. And his sister-in-law is actress Beth Goddard. This is like, what's the matter? You're looking all around. Like, <laughs> yeah. the, are you looking for I'm relevance? Like, I'm looking for someone who gives a shit. Because <laughs> it, there's nobody in this room. But listen to all the actors. This is an acting family. This is an acting life he and comes downright from. Barrymore-esque. That's right. Yeah. 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 So it, it's interesting he would go into sales management at this point. <laughs> At this point in his life. But, you know, a man turns 59. Yeah. You know. Starts to reevaluate. <laughs> your priorities change For a sure. little bit. Especially, and this is not unique to Glenister, after a couple of near-death experiences, some yeah, heart attacks, what have right. you, a bad turn on the on the physical health, you start to reevaluate. That's exactly right. Right? This, this may not be for me. Yeah. Let me get out of this high-stress world of acting. <laughs> playing pretend for a living <laughs> he's having like a michael corleone kind of thing. yeah he's i guess he to, is trying to go straight yeah you know, for sure get out of the family business yeah they're gonna pull him back in though <laughs> that's right right that's absolutely just, right. and probably i don't know when exactly but probably just when he thinks he's out <laughs> that's usually <laughs> that's when, when it, it happens. that's when they're gonna pull you back that's in. exactly right. almost every time that's right yeah all right so that's robert glenister for those who don't know i him. appreciate the the backstory check him the out the glenister yeah. lineage i want to see more of his work because i feel so woefully underinformed on robert glenister. i think i'd rather see emily glenister's work oh yeah frankly <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah his his lineage almost sounds like the the scene from tootsie where where <laughs> dustin hoffman reveals himself he's i am not uh what's your name i am actually edward kimberly edward kimberly the son of robert kimberly <laughs> <laughs> yeah I am Robert Glenister. Any one of these Glenisters could go on ad nauseum. They could. Saying who they were sons and uncles and <laughs> right. daughters of. And Glenister beget Glenister who that's beget, right. that's beget right. Glenister. That's right. Yeah. They just, that's all they do. Yeah. 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 All right. So we go, should we go to the top of this whole thing? I guess. I guess. I still, I'm still trying to wrap my head around why he would make the jump. I guess stressful yeah, is what a, he says. Yeah, he does say it's very stressful. We had yeah, to get out of it. Yeah, that I makes get, sense. Yeah. I mean, when, if, when you're having a heart attack on stage, like you said, that's a life-changing moment where you're like, eh, it is. might not be for me. Yeah. True. Yeah. Okay, I mean, yeah. Let's I've, never had, I've never had a heart attack at work, so I don't know <laughs> what that feels like. I hope I won't. How do you know? That's true. I may have You had may one. have. Yeah. There are people that have undiagnosed heart attacks all the time. All the time. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what the scene is all about. Blake may have been having one earlier. We don't know, you know? Also, very stressful position. That's right. I, I don't think Lannister knows what he's in for here. <laughs> I really don't. No, this is so much easier than acting. <laughs> so, it's completely, it's just, it's a walk in the park. So, we'll just stand here and say these things that I remembered. <laughs> 
well, all right i mean yeah he's what got, else he's got a podium it's very much like acting that's you it come out you got a podium you <laughs> give a speech it's very much like acting you give a speech you <laughs> hand out some cards you tell people go do something it's very similar and as the hour is waning <laughs> i suggest you do the same <laughs> That's right. Right? If you wish a continuing position with this firm, <laughs> he's got it. He just rehearsed it a couple times. Go and do likewise, gents. <laughs> just oh, I like the sound of that. <laughs> sounded pretty good. <laughs> See? Should have been talking like this the whole time. That's right. It's going to be easy for him. <laughs> Guys are going to respond to it, yeah. right? It's much more authoritarian. Yeah. It's much more like. It's great. Yeah. And he's got the whole range of emotions. Like Williamson was like a one trick pony. All he could do was be a whiny bitch. Right. But this guy. I mean, who he, he he's going to have a million different ways, a, a, a great spectrum of emotions that he can use to mo- to mod- to that's right to get the the salesman motivated to right. go out and sell. exactly or yeah. just yeah or just managing their their very different personalities that's right, right. instead yeah. of like will you go to lunch <laughs> right. you're gonna get like hey, how about you go get yourself a bite huh that's right, that's right. what yeah, do yeah. you say buddy huh? <laughs> come here that's right come give old Glenister a hug <laughs> <laughs> hey you get something in you <laughs> right. Fuel, <laughs> a nice shepherd's pie, <laughs> something like that. You know, what I'm saying yeah, some really artery clogging. That's right. Something so, that'll corrode the arteries. Some really. bangers and mash. <laughs> Go on, get out of here. <laughs> I'll see you later, love. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. gonna be great. Yeah, yeah. He does have whole, a better range. And that whole British thing is very, you know, <laughs> it's friendly. You know, it's like, oh, I like this guy. He's Cockney. It's yeah. not like he's not snooty British. No, he's definitely not. He's like very approachable British. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. It's just like a guy you hang out with at the pub. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Guy you'd like to grab a beer with. That's right. Glenister. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So at the top, they're sitting there. It's a, We're in Blake's office. They're sitting there. Blake is behind the desk. Right. Glenister's sitting across from him. I'm sure. And Blake, and they're in the interview. Blake says, hey, you got any sales experience, Mr. Glenister? Not much. <laughs> Confesses he comes from the acting trade. Um, but he had to give it up because it was too stressful. Right. And uh, Blake kind of is is uh, a little ironic. He's like, "Oh yeah, that's that's a tough racket." Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's yeah. like he does not expect this to go well. I think at that point, yeah, because there's a little bit of an eye roll and a little bit of like, "This guy, this guy's a fucking pussy." Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> an actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, stressful, huh? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But he decides to ride it out a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. He's giving him a little rope. Exactly. See what he'll do. See if he'll hang himself with exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So Glennis just says, God damn right, fucking performance anxiety. You want salesmen to understand that shit. No, he's making a parallel here. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. salesmen certainly have to go out there and they have to perform. They certainly do. That's one of the things they, they do. certainly do. Have you ever been on a set? I mean, I'm telling you, that's a show. Yeah. It's putting on a show. I mean, it is. It's like a little audition in the living room. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's right. You know the lines. Right. You just, you got to be convincing. That's right. You got to convince them that it's happening in the moment. Right. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, Blake confesses, uh, oddly, in, an, in a strange moment of candor, maybe because he's not feeling well, <laughs> that he's uh, been feeling kind of stressed himself lately. does seem very not Blake-like. <laughs> it's, a, it's a moment yeah. of weakness. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's out of character here. I think that the, the search has taken so much out of him. That at this point he's just like you he's think so it's wear, wearing up. down that rough exterior. Yeah, he's definitely worn down by it, he's appearing he's, a little more vulnerable. He is definitely, yeah. 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 Uh, and so Glenister, you know, shows a little interest. Like, oh yeah, and uh, and Blake says this fucking manager search has been like, and then he clutches at his chest. He does, 
and he's clearly in pain. And um, Glenister shows a little concern. He's like, you all right, mate? Yeah. And Blake kind of, you know, like the man that he is, kind of blows it off. Like it's just a little indigestion. Right. Sure. Like all dudes when they're having a heart attack exactly, at first. Yeah. He's <laughs> that's like, right. nah, that's nothing. Must have eaten them. And Glenister knows, I think, at this point exactly what's happening. <laughs> like Because he, he's such an expert in heart attacks. That's right. Yeah. He's reading it all over. Exactly. The face. Yeah. He's like, yeah. "Oh, I've been there." You know, this uh, is like like the uh the the in, in in AA when you meet your uh your you know, sponsor? Your sponsor, exactly. Yeah. And you go in the sponsor's like, "Oh, yeah. Third step, huh?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've seen this before. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So Glenn says like, "Uh-huh." <laughs> and uh so Blake tries to launch into his usual spiel about, you know, he wants to see them do the, the speech to he the Salesforce. He basically has everyone tell tell him what they would say to the Salesforce right. to motivate them. Exactly. Right? Yeah. And here he goes again. Right. right? <laughs> and usually this, they're fun. I enjoy when he does that because <laughs> they're usually pretty entertaining. He doesn't seem to enjoy them much. Well, it doesn't Blake. always go where he wants to go for no, sure. He no. He doesn't. No, it doesn't. No. And this one doesn't either because before he can even get through the whole sentence, again, he's like bent over. And he's like, oh, and he's in a lot of pain. Yeah. yeah. And so Glenister finally is like, okay, now you know what's happening to you is you're having a heart attack. Right. And Blake's, Blake's having a shooting pain in his left arm. Yeah. Classic symptom. T- totally. Yeah. Totally. It's just. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like Grace only knows one thing about heart attacks. Well, that's all you need to know. Really. <laughs> Clutching at your chest, shortness of breath, <laughs> left arm, kind of thing, left arm, numbness, tingling, knee, yeah, tingling pain in your left arm. Yeah. That's, that's all you need to do. Yeah. Really. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Glenn says, "Well, what it is is, is you're having a fucking heart attack." And then he launches into this whole story about uh, the times, at least one of the times that he had a heart attack on stage during Long Day's Journey into Night at Ipswich Dinner Theater with some guy named it's Mick. Quite a yarn. <laughs> this one. <laughs> it is quite a yarn, <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It's it's uh, he really paints a picture for you. That's right. He's there. He's on the stage. Mick doesn't know what's going on. He's not saying his lines. He's clutching his chest. So the guy is Mick. His name is Mick. No, the the, the his scene partner is the actor's name is Mick. That's what I'm saying. Oh, right. the ac- yeah, right, right. right. Yeah. Not, he's not just an Irishman. No, Glenister. I mean, no, Glenister being all racist. No, no, he's not calling no, him. He's not a calling Mick. him a Mick. His name was Mick. His name was Mick. Yeah, but isn't that why Glenister was calling him Mick? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't oh, there. All right, it just seemed that way to me. Okay, so uh, you think it was an Irish guy? I do. I don't know. It's, it's hard to say because they're doing Long Day's Journey into Night, so they're playing Americans, right? So I guess you could you could certainly have an Irishman playing Didoy. the part. So the, who wrote that? O'Neill. O'Neill, yeah. 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 So Irish. an Irishman wrote right, it. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's so, definitely calling him Mick because he's Irish. <laughs> that's what I'm getting at. Well, I'm glad we figured that out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got to the bottom of that one. <laughs> so uh so the the story goes on, the stage manager is about to pull the curtain and shut the show down, but Glenister nope. gathers himself, fights off the heart attack. Fucking presence of mind. That's right. Over matter. That's right. Boom. That's right. Like a man does, he That's overcomes. Right. Overcomes. And just pushes through. <laughs> right. And he says, Does that did I what I do then? Did I pass out like a fucking poof? No. 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 You goddamn right I didn't. I finished the scene and he gave the best performances of his fucking career because that's what men do. That's what men do. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. They don't ask for help. 
They don't ever. No. <laughs> no. How no. dare you? <laughs> no, they just like grit their teeth yeah. and keep doing what they were doing. Yeah. They don't know the meaning of the word help. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um so so by this point Blake is now really in a lot of discomfort. <laughs> he's had it to seems to be this, growing. Yeah, he's yeah. had to sit through this whole story. It's escalating. Yeah. Yeah. And uh he says, Could you please call me an ambulance? Lannister is like an ambulance. Is that a fucking joke? You're a fucking ambulance. All right. Um, he's not calling an ambulance because there's no time. By the time the ambulance gets here, he's going to be dead, which is potentially true. If we're in downtown Chicago, there's I a lot think of traffic. It's mostly you know? true. Yeah. 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 It takes a long time for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. First responders they, they to get through traffic. They don't and fucking stuff. hop to. They're always like throwing out a hot dog or something. God <laughs> damn it! We're back on call. <laughs> Or whatever, you know what yeah, I mean? They're down there in the kitchen like at trying the fire to thing. finish their last little bit of coffee. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like they're hopping right to that ambulance. You know, they got to go all the way down that pole before they get in the ambulance. You know, it's a long way. Is that how they do it? You know, you some you know, if they're like with the fire department. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I don't think ambulance guys yeah. slide down poles. You don't think so? I don't think so. They don't sleep upstairs with like the firemen and come down the pole. No. Oh. I think they take a minute to stare at whatever stale bullshit they were eating, <laughs> throw it away, and then saunter, maybe with a little pep in the step, to the ambulance. Oh, okay. Where's the fucking keys? They do that whole bit. <laughs> Who had? Do you have the keys? I didn't know. I don't have them. Oh, my coat. Let me go get my coat. I, said, I forgot. It was in my. Meanwhile, Blake is like. Yeah. So Glenister knows. That's right. Yeah. You can't trust ambulance drivers. You have no chance. No. <laughs> no chance. So far too yeah, common. Right. For people to just die yeah. waiting for the ambulance. Waiting on the ambulance. That's right. Yeah. Um, so Blake is like, well, why are you doing this to me? And then he starts to get a little taste not of his own medicine. Not helping me? Is that what you mean? Not helping me? That's yeah. What like why are you... Why, why yeah, you're not why helping you, me? Re- yeah. Not yeah, helping me. Yeah. Right. And then he gets a little taste of his own why medicine. Why are you watching me die? Right. Exactly. You sadistic son of a bitch. <laughs> and Glenn says, you think this is abuse? How can you take the abuse you get on a set? Yeah. I mean, that's... <laughs> Tell me what you think, buddy. <laughs> I think it's it's a very telling about how painful a sit would be. And I can... Uh... I would say if I had to do a sit, that's the kind of pain I would be in. Like, the whole time, I'd be like, this fucking sucks, man. Get me out of here. This is horrifying. Really? Yeah. You're on a sit? Yeah. You'd be great on a sit. Come on. You would. No. Come on. I mean. You get your little howdy doody, I like everyone shtick going. <laughs> People love you. <laughs> I don't know. But don't I would know? feel very uncomfortable. You don't think you could turn that into the dollars? Maybe, but I'd feel very uncomfortable and I would, I would, I don't like to push people too, you know and what I mean? What's so, more uncomfortable, doing that or not feeding your family? Well, you know that, what I'm saying? There that's, you go. Then you're talking about stress. That's right. That's stress. That is stress. Right? Yeah. I don't work this month. I don't eat. That's right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. I don't have to eat this month. That's right. <laughs> One of my favorites. Yeah. And and Blake is progressively getting worse. He's like, help me, please. Right. And then Glenister, all of a sudden, he rips his shirt open, and we see this little scar on his chest. Yeah. Approximately where his heart is. I don't even know if I call it little. <laughs> Pretty substantial scar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's noticeable for sure. For sure, you could say that. Yeah, <laughs> and he points to it and he says, "You see this pacemaker? You see this pacemaker? That's right. This pacemaker costs more than your car." Yeah. That's no, no, I can't see the pacemaker. 
<laughs> That's true. Blake just goes along with it, yeah. even though you can't actually, <laughs> you can't actually see the pacemaker. See the pacemaker yeah. It's embedded under his skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he says yes anyway. <laughs> Perhaps in that moment, he was given x-ray vision because of the pain he was in. True. Maybe. Or maybe just imagined it. Yeah, and then, that's and, true. And yeah. went with it. Or just saying yes, just to appease him. I do applaud Grace's ongoing uh, efforts to have people ask if other people has are seeing a thing <laughs> not like you know not unlike blake right, does. right. With yeah, the i do love that yeah, continuing trend yeah it's pretty awesome um and then glenister says i have had 85 heart attacks last year how many did you have it's a lot of heart attacks it's a lot of heart it's a lot it's a lot of heart. That's a world record, right? I mean, nobody else <laughs> in one year has had that many heart attacks <laughs> in like, a year's time. That's like six or seven a month, <laughs> right? That's a lot of heart attacks. Jesus, <laughs> I love how he just powers right through every one of them, <laughs> and he just yeah, defribs right. right wherever he is right. at the restaurant. Well, now he's got the pacemaker driving. Right? It makes it a lot easier. With the because that is a, a little a little defibrillator inside your chest. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I thought it was just a pump, like pure and simple. No, it's it, it. There's an electric shock. It's like a little thing, and they you know, they have to change the battery every year, or whatever. And it sends out a little, if 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 it notices your heartbeat is, you know, irregular, or your heart's doing something wrong, or whatever, it'll send out a shock to like a little mini defib. I've heard a story of a guy playing. I think my uncle told me the story. He was playing golf with a guy one time, who had a pacemaker, and he's on like the seventeenth you know, a uh, hole. They're on the green. He's about to putt. He's lining it up carefully. Get in the hole. Exactly. Get in the goddamn hole. Get in the hole. Carefully lining up his putt. And all of a sudden, he goes flying across the green, <laughs> like arms extended and legs extended because his pacemaker like shocked him so hard Whoa. that he went flying across the thing and landed on the ground. What? Yeah. So they uh, they definitely have an electrical <laughs> shock in there. It's supposed to be a very small shock. That Something fucked up there, but... Yeah, you think? <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, I know. I would have loved to have seen that. Holy shit. It sounds very cartoony. I did see a guy get electrocuted and thrown. Yeah. Like thrown from... It's crazy. Yeah, that's not cool. Because it's not like a force you're used to seeing right. and acted on somebody. That's right, it's, yeah. It's bananas. Yeah. Scary stuff. Really scary. Um. So yeah, he's got this little defibrillator right there built in in case of one of these heart attacks. So now, the, now that he's got that, it's probably a lot easier to deal with. Yeah. And I guess as a backup... But he still does the paddle defib yeah, for funsies <laughs> right exactly yeah yeah. Right. yeah just in case yeah and he's got it as a backup that's you know? right if the if the pacemaker goes out of whack or whatever yeah he's, he's ready uh, let me just give me one more there <laughs> just for good measure and at this point he probably doesn't even feel it it's tickling yeah. to him you know yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah exactly like, oh this is good yeah exactly you know, he care. it's like a cup of coffee <laughs> that's right <laughs> just jolt it all up there <laughs> um so then Blake says, uh, I can't breathe. <laughs> yeah. Which is another symptom of really a starting heart to struggle. Attack. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And Glenister again gives him some more of his own medicine. The air is sitting there waiting to give you its oxygen. Are you going to take it? Are you man enough to take you it? You can't argue with it. No, he's you not. Can't you can't argue with it. The air is sitting there. That's right. And he's kind of trying to teach. Literally waiting to give you its oxygen. <laughs> He's trying to teach Blake how to fight through a heart attack. That's right. This he's the expert. That's right. right? Yeah, yeah. He knows every trick in the book. That's right. Yeah. There's no question. That's right. Yeah. Eighty six last year, I believe. Eighty five. Eighty well, five. Well, there was one was that he year. missed. Right. <laughs> Who could keep track after all <laughs> That's that? That's right. I mean, exactly. He might have missed one here yeah. or there. Yeah. You know. Um, and then Blake says, "I'm dying. 
I'm dying and I never did a goddamn thing. Another very vulnerable moment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. For old Blakey. That's right. And I believe, unless I'm mistaken. Lay it on me. That Grace lifted this from another Mammoth film. That Those exact words. Oh, yeah. Yeah? You, yeah. you with me? I am now. Yeah. <laughs> sure. It's right out of the edge. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. When Bobby is dying on the on the little island. Yeah. And he says that very thing. Same guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So she matches yeah. it up. Yeah, that's like right. That. It's good. It is good. Good stuff. <laughs> um, and then uh, Glenister says, uh, sorry, Glenister says, you ain't fucking dying, not on my watch, not as long as I carry this pocket defibrillator. Crazy. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's bananas. That is bananas. Yeah. Like, where do you get one of those? Well, well we find we out, find out. <laughs> later. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, it, and he takes out the paddles. He's like, you know, like greasing them up like they do. <laughs> like rubbing them together, get them Lube primed. Up to paddles. It's <laughs> my favorite part. <laughs> Getting them all primed and everything. Yeah, you know? that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And Blake, Blake is laying on the floor now. He's like, hey, wait, what, what are you doing? Hey, wait, what is that? <laughs> Come on now. But before he can even get the question out, Glenn just like, clear. Yelling clear right. to no one else in the room. <laughs> Which is hilarious. But you have to do that. It's I, a safety measure. If other people right? are there, you do. Well, I think I think it's better to just do it every time <laughs> so that you don't forget when people are there. And like, oh, I'm sorry. Did I not say clear? I can say I just electrified everybody in this room. Sorry about that. It's right? like, I don't know. It's like yelling four in the desert before <laughs> you're driving balls into the dune or whatever the fuck. <laughs> like you do like, yeah i bet you some people go out to the desert to drive drivers try out a new three wood sure i don't know anything don't about know. golf but yeah i think the desert that's the best place to play golf come on sure. there are people that golf off of cruise ships that's true shoot it right in the <laughs> ocean shoot it right in the ocean what the fuck is that like a about? bunch of fucking assholes <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know yeah i don't know either all right. Well, right. anyway, right. yeah. So there you anyway, go. He yells clear, clear. <laughs> just in case anybody else is around. <laughs> Thought I heard somebody walk in there. Is it? No, no, still alone. Okay. All right. Clear. Oh, I did it again. God fucking damn it. It's a force of habit. It is. You're usually doing this when there's a bunch of people about. It's a good I'm telling you, it's a good habit to have. You should do it every time so you don't forget. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying. All right. So clear. That's how then, he was taught. That's right. That's yeah. exactly right. Yeah. yeah. There's a process for this <laughs> exactly, whole thing. Exactly. Exactly. Junk gives him the thing, you know. Yeah. And Blake's whole body, like you know, shudders. Does that thing? Yeah. yeah. And he lets out like an oh kind of thing. Yeah. And Glenister gives him another shot. Clear. Yeah. yeah. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> he does, he's done this so yeah. many times. Yes. Yeah. Gives him another he's shot. He's practically yawning at this point. He's just like, <laughs> pipe down, would you make? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Uh, gives him another shot and then he says there you go how's that feel and lo and behold miraculous recovery <laughs> so good it's good nobody defribs like glenister no nobody I mean, no. <laughs> and i mean nobody it's like uh it's like those bartenders who know how to pour a proper guinness yeah you know he knows how to give a proper sh- defibrillation defibrillation yeah <laughs> exactly yeah you know, yeah he does he's been taught yeah. And he's had a lot of practice, probably. Tons. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, himself as the exactly. as the model. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So he knows what feels good, what doesn't feel good. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he knows, <laughs> he knows all about how to do it. This is the argument people use for saying that dudes are better lovers with other dudes. <laughs> we have the equipment. We know how it works. 
I know what feels good and what doesn't. And it also involves lubing up the thing. Lubing up the paddles. Sure. As it were. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So, yeah, then Blake is like, yeah, you know, actually, I I I think I feel a lot better. Yeah. And And he does. Life is coming back into his eyes. Yeah, he looks much better. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. And he says, hit me again. Yeah. He wants take, some more. I'll take another one. <laughs> yeah. Make it a double. Yeah, exactly. So he gets the paddles back and he puts them on. Cha-chung. Ba-boom. Clear. Cha-chung. We get them again. Right. Uh, and then uh, and then Blake now is like totally awake. Like yeah. He's back. He's pretty he's back, baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he is. He says, I think I'm going to be okay. And then we know he's back when he says. How's my hair? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, that's, you know, near death experience. <laughs> He's right back to the guy he was. That's right. How do I look? <laughs> look okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going anyway. <laughs> and the hair looks good. You know, it uh, hasn't moved an inch. I mean, he's the handsomest guy in this. <laughs> that maybe ever. Maybe, yeah. Young Alec Baldwin? Come on. Does it get handsomer than that? Not much. I don't know if it does. Yeah. I really don't. <laughs> I mean that. I hear you. You got someone handsomer? Come no, at me. I don't. Not you, anyone. Oh, Listening anyone. audience. Okay. Talking Sorry. to the listener. Sorry. Come at me with handsomer than young Alec Baldwin. You heard it, folks. At Ozumbo. You can't do it. I'm talking malice era Alec Baldwin. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. You can't do it. Can't be done. I would I mean handsome. Paul Newman maybe is definitely in the in the same ballpark, young I would Paul say young Newman Paul Newman. Newman is definitely you know? right there. Yeah, he's got he's those definitely right there. Eyes, he does. You know? So does Baldwin. He does, for sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know. It's, I'm just saying. Yeah, I hear you. He's, t- he's top three for me, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Handsome. Handsome. <laughs> <laughs> the way the suits lay on that guy. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So uh, we, we confirm the hair is still good. And then... Uh, yeah, and then Glenister plays right along. Exactly. Like, yeah, yeah, you look great. Well, he can't. Den- I mean, you can't deny it. <laughs> you can't true. look at that hair and be like, "No, you look like it's shit." True, man. Yeah, you even Glenister, like, who shit talks everyone, right. he's, he's like, like well, no, "You look pretty good." Man. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and after a heart attack, exactly. which is shocking. Yeah. yeah, and and three shots of a defibrillator. <laughs> right. You know? However many volts that is that you That's, get shot up with, or yeah, whatever. it's got to be at least you know three or four. No, it got to be probably. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a strong. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Blake asks him where he got the defibrillator from. Right. And then, uh, this is great, Glenister has a nice answer for it. It's like he was born to play this role. Right. Born to be in this office. That's exactly right. Yeah. ABC. ABC. Always bribe cardiologists. Always. So simple. So how do you see that going down? Do you think he got defribbed? <laughs> and he was like, hey, mate, come here. <laughs> Psst. Yeah, I'm talking to you. <laughs> hey, shock boy, come on, man. <laughs> How much? <laughs> How much for what? <laughs> How much for that defibrillator? <laughs> oh, I couldn't let you have... Everybody's got a price, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what. I'm just going to leave these $500 bills right here. And, you know, if the defibrillator walks, we'll all just forget about it, won't we? You just turn that pretty little head of yours. <laughs> <laughs> and pretend like you didn't know what happened to the defibrillator. <laughs> it's a win-win. That's right. Your line is, <laughs> it was here a minute ago. <laughs> I love it. He's a, he takes an acting approach. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Your, your line is. That's beautiful. <laughs> I love it. All, but always bribe them. Yeah. Don't this even. isn't a one-time thing. <laughs> as many defibrillators as you can get your hands on, <laughs> you do it. Well, there's that. And there's also probably some good meds. 
good meds, too, maybe you know. even some advice here and there. Sure. Right? Cardiologists are hooked up. We know that. Yeah, I guess you're, it's not only defibrillators that yes. they can provide. That's right. <laughs> that's, they can provide a lot that's of That's a good things. point. Yeah. yeah. So You got those nit- nitrite pills that you chomp down on? Oh, the, people uh, with heart attacks? the nitroglycerin? Nitroglycerin, Nitro- right, Under yeah. your tongue? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Maybe like some smelling salts he's or something got, like that to bring you back. He's got you know? canisters full of those. <laughs> he does. Just, <laughs> yeah. He's just there. always got one under his tongue. It's like a lifesaver. That's for him. right. You yeah. Know, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. It's like gum. Yeah. Gum. What do you call the little balloon? Oh, yeah. Little, the uh, uh, angioplasty. Angioplasty. He's got a bunch of yeah. angioplasty balloons don't just even, sitting there. Don't even get me started how many stents he has in his, <laughs> in his bedside table. Yeah. And he's just got them ready. Yeah. You know. Even some some pig valves. That's right. He has some of those thrown in. <laughs> he knows how to. Just he's like, got a home catheterization kit, <laughs> just in case he needs to shove that up his. Uh, all four of my major uh, atrial valves are all animal valves at this point, so <laughs> I'm perfectly comfortable with it. <laughs> I got a monkey. I got a pig. I got a whale. And. A whale. Uh, my- <laughs> That one does the heavy lifting. That's right. And then to, to balance it out, I got one sloth <laughs> on the other side. Sloth valve. Yeah. <laughs> not really not really uh, up to snuff just, on the production this end. This is a little slow yeah. on the uptake. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is okay. You know. Yeah. Whale yeah. valve, tired of picking up. <laughs> sloth valve, slack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, get it together, would you, sloth valve? <laughs> <laughs> but he's got the replacements at the ready. He, he any, any, whatever yeah. animal he needs it from, <laughs> he's got it. It's all right there. <laughs> he's got it because he's always bribing <laughs> cardiologists, right. and not just one. Like he might have his, uh, one cardiologist in one hospital. And yeah, he's no. got one uh, girl in every he, port. You know what I mean? He's, yeah. like a, he's got cardiologists all over the city. Yeah, for sure. And they don't know what they're giving. He him. goes to cardiology speeches and <laughs> TED talks, and just works the crowd. <laughs> He just works him, baby. <laughs> That's right. He's like a walking cardiologist <laughs> his, convention. His life is heart attack prevention. <laughs> That's all he can focus on. <laughs> That's, right. That's amazing. It is he amazing. He should work for the American Heart Association. <laughs> he's the best. I'm really starting I, to like this guy. He's going to make a great manager. <laughs> he is. I'm really I believe starting that. to like yeah. this guy. In and around uh, resuscitations. Yeah. He's going to be great. You know what he's going to do? He's going to resuscitate the sales figures. Look at you. There you go. Look at right? you. <laughs> he's going to defibrillate those dying numbers that's right he's going to pump up <laughs> the the things does that work oh that's like blood pumping pumping well i mean blood, it pump, did pumping. until you were like the things <laughs> like pump up the he's, yeah he's going to put up new signs motivation of the sales force he's going to put up new signs in the office that say that's stuff right. like you know you gotta man. have heart <laughs> don't you <laughs> that's, right, right, right. that's exactly right yeah you know uh uh are you selling today it's in your veins, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, something, something. You <laughs> yeah, know, that kind you know, of thing. That kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. motivational. Sure. It has to do with sure. cardiology. Yeah. And kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I love it too. And then he closed. He, Trust is at the heart of every go. sale. There you go. See what I'm saying? That's good. Yeah. That's really good. Lannister. Yeah. He, he's got it down. He does. He He's ready to make this work. <laughs> AIDA. Those are the four chambers of a good sales call. <laughs> Right, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, uh, Blake is like, "Well, thanks, oh, thank you, Mister." Uh, and and because of all the heart attack and everything, sure. he forgot his name. So the heart like, attack of it all, right? Yeah. Like, what was your name again? Yeah. And Glenister says, "Hired." Cockily. Yeah. 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 He does. Yeah. And Blake is like, "You're hired." 
Ha, ha, ha. Uh, yeah, uh, I get, I get it. it. <laughs> uh, fuck it, you're hired. Right. This is great. Yeah, it is great. It is. He's done looking. Yeah. This guy saved his life. Exactly. How could you not hire that guy? How do you guy? not hire that guy? Right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy's great in an emergency. Yeah. And this is clearly an emergency. Didn't overreact. Office. That's right. Calmly took care of the thing. That's right. When a thing needed to be done. He's yeah. Gonna, he's going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited. I am too. Yeah. And we get Glenister. Let I mean, come the, on. Let the recruitment begin. <laughs> Let's marshal the sales force. Yeah, he gets to marshal the sales force. That's right. How fun is that? It's great. It is great. It's a great turn. Yeah. I'm curious to see what he's going to come up with. Very excited. <laughs> Very excited. <laughs> I'm so excited. I kind of don't have anything else to say. Yeah, and you just can't hide it? That's right. You're about to lose control? And you think you like it. <laughs> Is that right? Correct. Nice. Yeah. But I don't um I don't have anything else to say. You know, okay. You don't want at this point. You don't want to talk talk around anymore? <laughs> no, I don't think I do want to talk right. around Is anymore. Is it are we going home then? Although, you know what? Sorry. Maybe I do want to talk around. I see? See, I don't know. Are you glad I asked? I guess. Just the update, the, the Broadway update. The Broadway update. Yeah, which was which uh, we posted on Twitter that Glen Gary Glenn Ross is not coming to Broadway. Not. This year. But with ladies. With ladies. Right. Not getting it this year. But instead, as a replacement, yeah. we may be getting something even better. For sure, it's going to be better. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's American Buffalo. Yes. Starring yes. Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Larry Fishburne. As uh, Bobby. Bobby, for sure. Or no, Don. Donnie. Donnie. No, sorry. wait. Donnie. Yeah, Don. Oh. Right? Yeah, yeah. Donnie. Yeah. Yeah, as Donnie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and Bobby's the kid. Do we know who's playing it. the kid? We don't know yet. Okay. Yeah. And um, as Teach, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Great. Yeah. He's going to be fantastic. I got to admit, that scares me a little bit, but I'm really, gonna, I can't, I can't wait to see what he does. Yeah. Honestly. You don't like him as Teach. I, it's not that I don't like him as Teach. I just, I'm having trouble imagining what it is. Uh-huh. You uh-huh. know? I think, it, I think he'll, I mean, I think he's really That said, talented. the last guy I saw play Teach was John Leguizamo. So. There you go. Uh, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> it's probably going to be better than that. <laughs> You know who did it not too long ago in London, which I wish I had seen, because I think this guy's really talented, is Damian Lewis. You know him? I don't know him. He's the redheaded guy from like uh, uh, Homeland. Oh. Very intense, kind of redheaded ginger dude. Well, I watched that first season of Homeland, and that guy was very good. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, yeah. He's To me, he was the best part of uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Okay. Which I went to see. He's got a very small, really like two-minute role as Steve McQueen, and he's fantastic. Oh, nice. He's unbelievable. Yeah, that's good. That works. Yeah. Yeah. And I think he would he would have been brilliant as Teach. I think I really would have liked to see that. But Sam Rockwell, I think, is going to be great. Great. Yeah. Great. Can't wait to see it. I can't. Yeah, it's going to be really fun. Totally. Your favorite. Is that your favorite of, of Mammoth's plays? American Buffalo? Yeah. 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 I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. We'll get tickets. I was in it. Right. I directed right. in college. Yep. Like, I've spent a lot of time with that script, and I really love every really every good. page. It's really good. I love everything about Shame it. Shame about the movie, but it's really good. You know, play. I didn't hate it as much as everyone else, but yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, it's got some flaws. It <laughs> it's just got no life to it, me. Yeah, it's, just it's so very saggy flat. and yeah. flat. Agreed. And Agreed. Yeah. Um, but this, I, I'm really looking forward to this. I hope it's going to be good. We'll get me tickets. Too. Me too. You and I will go. Oh, there's watch no question. It. This is a we'll come this is a field trip. Back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is an outing. Yeah, that's right. For sure. Coming soon. Yeah. All right. Good. Other than that, I have nothing to uh, to add. Yeah. How even you? before that, you didn't have. No, anything I didn't. To add. That's <laughs> right. I was ready to go home before that. <laughs> the fucking Glenister lineage. <laughs> that's what you brought to the table today. <laughs> I thought it was important. He's got his sister who was an actor, and he's got a <laughs> uncle who was an actor, and he's got a. 
grandpappy who was an actor. Guess what their name is. <laughs> their last name is all Glenister. Emily Glenister and Ben Mr. Glenister. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That was a lot of fun. Fat Mr. Glenister is probably my favorite of the Glenister clan, I gotta say. <laughs> he really knocks it out of the park every time. Fat Mr. Glenister. <laughs> No, I kid because I love. That was amazing. <laughs> that was great. I was really glad to hear all that. Okay. I like that every Glenister known to man is an actor. That's really I cool. I do love that. Yeah, I yeah. think that's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway. All right. Uh, Want to go home? That's all I have to say about that. All right, then. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye. What would David Mamet think? What would David Mamet think? Hate it, love it, tell us to shine.